0: Hi, everyone. This episode of Matt and Andy's Trek Adventure.
1: <laughs> you jumped <laughs> Jesus into the top Christ. of the show. That's
0: no, I, I, that's literally how I do ads for Excellent Adventure. Oh, I see. But that's not Excellent Adventure, guys. You're listening to Star Trek, the next conversation with Matt and Andy, and we're here thanks to the good folks at the Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum in Hollywood, California. Hollywood and Highland, Crossroads of Entertainment, Boy, I can't think of a better way to spend an afternoon. The holidays are coming. Family could be uh, visiting you. Maybe you live in the area. Or you guys are like uh, snowbirds. You're going to go to Los Angeles. Sunny Los Angeles to spend your Christmas. Well, first, don't get tricked by the Scientology Christmas display. Second, please enjoy the Ripley's Believe It or Not Auditorium uh, on Hollywood and Highland. It's a hoot. Uh, the T-Rex uh, has a Santa hat on it. So, what better way to spend an afternoon of looking at oddities that you're asked to believe or not? Buy One, Get One is still available for Star Trek The Next Conversation. Listeners, tell them Matt and Andy sent you, and you will get two people in for the price of one. That's two for $20. What a deal! Here's the show. Podcast: The Final
2: Frontier. These are the conversations of the friendship, Matt Myra and Andrew Secunda.
0: Their continuing mission:
2: to seek out
0: old adventures with contrived civilizations, to boldly watch episodes that one of them has watched before. Hi, everyone. Welcome. Two. Star Trek The Next Conversation, the greatest podcast in the Alpha Quadrant, hosted by Matt Leigh. And I'm Matt I'm Andy. I was all flummoxed. I, was all I didn't know what you were waiting for. You didn't need I was going to jump in. Sometimes was, Andy doesn't talk and I'm like, I think he's waiting for me to say his name. It was,
2: a, it was a, such a beautiful <laughs> opening and I was really just wondering at the, you know, the professional slickness of the, <laughs> of the opening. I was like, this doesn't sound like our show. Yeah. And well, then I was waiting for my turn to say, I'm Andy, but then you, you scooped it up.
0: So I was like, should I even be here? I scooped it up. Uh, <laughs> welcome... Uh, don't worry, everyone. Deanna Troy can sense emotions once again. Sure All can. is right with the Star Trek universe. Is it that different than before? Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> per, per, pros, possibly. Possibly. Wait a second. Did that go up already? The loss.
2: Yes, that went up. Okay, good. Yes,
0: I was gonna I be. I was gonna like stop this podcast right now and say, Andy, we don't have to put one up. Let's go. <laughs> no, they. Uh,
2: yeah. They there was there was some
0: uh, some loss from people.
2: There, there was, Did they
0: feel the loss when we were off for Thanksgiving? People were a little
2: some people were offended.
0: How uh, would you, you be offended?
2: Who? They were offended at my I can't that I came down hard on Troy. Oh, oh, oh. Um but nobody sent in a uh, hail directly about that. So, tough luck.
0: Yeah, tough luck, bub. Is our show? Um, I wanted to pew pew it. phasers. <laughs> I'm not shooting at
2: you, I'm Just saying. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but today we're talking about Data's Day. Yeah, Data's Day. It's one of the pantheon Matt Meyer episodes. An episode I uh, come back to again and again. I gotta tell you, I mean we're gonna we're gonna hear all about it. Oh, we need. Should we write down what our what our thoughts and oh, um, our numbers you. are, Andy? Yeah, good thinking. Hang on, I'll give you a, a piece of paper here, Andy. You can write it down on the back of this envelope. Okay, uh, and we'll give you a pen right now. Okay, I'd like you uh, to uh, write write down exactly what you're giving it before we sway each other with opinions. Andy, of course, needs uh, two hands to write down. <laughs> well, oh, he's really thinking about the thing it. would slip really slip off. <laughs> oh, sure, sure. It's, I have a tilted desk. So. He does. He does. He's not lying. Boy, I can't wait to see what Andy writes down, but I'm not going to see it until the end of the show. Okay. Don't don't show me, don't show me, and put this down, down. right there, okay. and then I will write down uh, on the top of the envelope uh what I'm giving it, yes Wait a- so you can hear the marker, everybody just I uh, you know it's legit <laughs> I think you just broke a sharpie over there, <laughs> all right, I've placed the uh the envelope away from us. I think we already know, but uh, should they watch this episode always. Then? Always? Always watch it whenever it's on. Yeah. Tune in.
2: Yeah, I would certainly heartily agree. My opinion means nothing, but I'm saying you should watch it anyway. Andy, your opinion is respected by thousands. Possibly. I guess based on all the people that listen to this podcast, that percentage probably would be accurate. Yeah. That a, that a couple of thousand. <laughs>
0: <laughs> appreciate my A couple of other nerds out there. Yeah. Andy. Matt. Shall we? Certainly. Jump on into the beautiful admirals club? club
3: lounge
0: club club <laughs> let's well andy all they have to do is leave a five-star review on apple podcasts and they'll be treated with entry into the admirals club <laughs> wonderful um You know, we're going to
2: have a little bit of a a change of pace here, because Christopher Terrell, uh, I wonder any relation to uh, Captain Terrell. My guess is,
0: yes, definitely 100%. Definitely 100%, yes,
2: (laughs) Um, uh, wrote us, I use the podcast uh, app, Podcast Republic, and you guys have three reviews, Uh, all five stars, which is 100% of the reviews. (laughs) I just reviewed Star Trek podcasts, I think so. (laughs) Thought I would read a couple of them from Podcast Republic. My review, uh, one of the funniest Star Trek podcasts to feature Adam and Matt. This is such a beautiful mess. Did I just say Adam and Matt? It did say Adam. Adam and Matt oh my god oh my god I just ran fast. <laughs> <it. laughs> that's a joke right that's an I intentional joke I hope so that's very that's funny that's an intentional joke um, Tron writes with two ends. one of the funniest Star Trek podcasts to feature Adam and- oh wait this is the same you just time. read that okay that's from Tron mm-hmm. Jesse Mercury a highlight of my <laughs> podcast listening-, listening week it certainly is a beautiful mess I proved it right in on that any, one. any uh, any <laughs> hint that we would
0: get better this week is off
2: the rails James Katarski writes, if Yakety Sax were a five-star podcast, this would be
0: it. That's very uh, apropos, I think. It really is. If our podcast was a song, it would be Yakety Sax. You think so? Yeah. Interesting. You don't think so? I guess it could be one of the one of the ones. What, what would the other one be? Guitar <sighs>
2: Zan? Something sad. <laughs> <laughs> Time,
0: Hello, in, time he- in a bottle. Hello, darkness, my old friend.
2: <laughs> um, and uh, then uh, the last one is from the regular iTunes, which is the one we uh,
0: watch. Regular
2: iTunes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> None of these special iTunes out there. For my... Uh, for
2: for more you know that that's where we look more often and uh, that one is just Secunda from oh, this is great Catstronaut19 <laughs> oh nice uh, Catstronaut out there and he says I'm the or she says I'm the Admiral President
0: it's another it's another <laughs> appropriate one that's Yakety Sax I know I mean it's the most appropriate I boy like, look at how look at how I feel happy like my is. choice was also appropriate sure I mean, what is the, uh, I think more appropriate for us is, uh, oh boy, I can't find it. Oh, there we go. Sometimes we feel a little bit more like this, buddy.
4: Sometimes everything is (laughs)
5: wrong. That is also true.
0: Creep might be
2: appropriate. (laughs) Sure. Radiohead.
0: Hold on, Data. Your day's gonna get better. Anyway, Um, send in your suggestions. (laughs) Uh,
2: What do you think this? If this podcast was a song, what do you think? (laughs) Why not waste your time on that? You're wasting your time on everything else uh, uh, regarding us um i'm done <laughs> to you qualified it as in case someone was offended i don't mean that you're wasting your time the rest of your life <laughs> no, just when you're
0: listening to us it's pretty clear that no one is just listening to the podcast people are driving people <laughs> so, are commuting people are walking someone's on the treadmill it would really feel bad for someone who's only
2: listening to us in their life
0: gracio's driving in traffic in studio city right now it's true he's like man should i have gotten this starbucks order or is that going to make me late or he's nodding off to sleep he David, also listens to us as he's sleeping get the starbucks I say,
2: get the coffee bean. <laughs> get yourself a big, fat um, um, ice Bean blended, of coffee? White chocolate ice blended. Oh, there you go. With espresso swirl and whipped cream.
0: Oh, you know, that'd be a good order, too. Uh, Joe. Joe, if you're listening to this, I know you... Uh, hopefully, uh, everything went thumbs up tomorrow. Well, I guess today, for you, if you're going to listen to this uh, post-surgery... Uh, uh, my buddy Joe, one of the best men at my wedding. Oh, good having luck, little, Joe. Having a little uh, Surgerama tomorrow, and mm-hmm. uh, he previously asked me a question. I what hope is that's a... not what the doctor called it. That's not a good doctor. <laughs> He's uh, going to a discount <laughs> You doctor. ready
2: for the Surgerama, kid? <laughs> ah,
0: double thumbs. Hey, who's got two hands and going to do surgery on you? This, this guy. guy. Okay, so uh, that being said, he was uh, Joe asked me the question, what could I get at Starbucks that tastes the most like coffee ice cream? And oh. I feel like you answered it for him yeah, at, a a, at a coffee bean, bean. Yeah. What's your What is What is an Andy Secundas Starbucks order? Uh, oh a Starbucks You know If what? he's gonna go fuck himself
2: I don't Tend to fuck myself At uh, At Starbucks b- Because I don't like their uh, Their Their frappes <laughs> <laughs> Secunda or secunda? (laughs) At a horrible moment at work this week where I literally couldn't figure out how to pronounce my own name. So if I am having some kind of. Mental distress that's going to lead to a brain tumor. Then uh, you heard to
0: hear first, guys. It was really remarkable. Uh, Andy in a room full of people was getting like downright confused. I'll put it in Star Trek terms for everybody. Uh, remember uh, on uh, when when they're on the planet there with Harry Mudd's androids and they have to trick the android <laughs> so it fries its circuits. Sure. That was essentially what was happening to Andy when he couldn't figure out if his name was pronounced Secunda or Secunda. And uh, it was a delight. I had him call his sister, who did not answer the phone. And then today on Excellent Adventure, we were talking about whether or not your name is Secunda or Secunda, and yeah. that's why I called you today. Uh, I was should- going to have you cameo on the pod on the Excellent. It should delight all of you that the way that I figured out <laughs> how to pronounce my own
2: name was to say my cheer. <laughs> <laughs> secunda
0: and i was like oh that's how you do it yeah that's exactly how you do it so everyone out there who's worried they're saying it wrong you're not Andy just forgot (laughs) anyway we're done with the admiral's club if you want to scoot over uh sure i'm gonna pop open the uh, doors to the magical uh president's circle club what are we calling it President, uh, the United Federation of Pro- Planets President President's Circle. Circle. That's it. Lounge. I don't, I don't think officially we... it's a Centurion Lounge. Uh, Amex uh, required. I don't know uh, if we specify it. Well, I'm just going to open that door right up. Kay. See what's happening in here. <laughs> Andy, here we are inside the United Federation of Planet's President's Circle. Seems like, oh, they're they're playing our song in here. Oh, wow. A little Muzak. I think the uh, the DJ slash,
2: oh, you know what they'll probably have in, uh, in this era, I was going to say in the future, is they'll have DJs for rooms. That's probably why they were playing the rain the
0: whole time. It'll be like holodeck DJs. They weren't playing the rain, Andy. It was raining in here. It was a holodeck. That's what I'm saying, is like there will be a DJ for oh, a hologram. that pulls up the right program
2: stuff. for you? Yeah. It's but like, you know what? I think they want a little rain today, and now I'm going to add a little wind, and I'm going to...
0: Oh, you got to call my cousin Phil. He just started hola DJing. Yeah, hola, hola DJing. He, he, nice. he is, I got to tell you, he's the best. He can get a room going anytime. Anytime he gets a room going.
2: I don't. I don't buy these celebrity holla DJs these they have these days. It's just like you're just using a little console like everybody else. Look,
0: I think if you can have a holla DJ spinning outside of a pool at the Bellagio, then quite frankly, <laughs> I'm there.
2: Um, our first Matt, you will be distressed to hear mm. we have we have two PayPal donations that were remainders from the president circle in July. Andy, what? How much money is in your
0: PayPal account?
2: Um, not, not an enormous amount. Many of these donations are very small. <laughs> this one is huge. This one is from Stephen Price, and it was $47 that I didn't credit
0: him for. Stephen Price, first of all, thank you so much. Second of all, congratulations for not getting more annoyed at Andy a month, three months ago.
2: Now it's now he's Lieutenant Stephen Price. He's part of the Patreon, a legitimate member of the President Circle, uh... Steven, uh, leave a subspace message on the um, Patreon uh, President Circle posting for subspace messages and uh, we'll be happy to read it on the podcast. Here's his for back in july welcome back matt <laughs> andy and matt i don't even know what we're coming back from at that point our break our long oh right we had a break hiatus. i know this piddling amount is nothing compared to the vast sums of money coming out of matt's ivf budget <laughs> now completed um but i wanted to show my appreciation just the same if it helps alleviate matt's stress level even a tiny bit even better glad we're finally putting season two to rest steven you
0: made me more stressed because andy forgot you so you had the inverse effect
2: well, this. But I
0: appreciate you, Stephen. Thank you so much.
2: This next one uh, will appropriately punish me because there is a song <laughs> that is accompanying this gentleman's uh, <laughs> this gentleman's uh, failed <laughs> PayPal donation. I mean, the United I mean, President's uh, uh, acknowledgement.
0: Um, I thank you to our DJ, uh, our Hollow DJ, Polly Enterprise D. Uh, no, there's another song that he. Oh, he's playing another He's gonna. He's queuing up another one he here in the himself Wrote. Wow. Oh uh, well. Uh, let's let's uh, make sure we can hear it for all it's worth. Yes. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and fade out. If the DJ will follow my nod, nodding. Yes. Okay. He's got it.
2: Uh, Node. He said Node. node. Uh, node. I sent you 17 cents uh, at uh, 11.56 on July 31st. Never heard my name called on the podcast. Um, And he uh, sent this in. Um, Ironically, I've been listening a lot to uh, Eminem. I've been back on an Eminem kick. Recently. Um, who has? You have? I have. I'm this is not what I'm saying. Sometimes saying, I can't tell I if you don't or do. not right, I'll do <laughs> uh, this is going to be the voice of all the
0: emails from now on. Finally. Andy, you're using a your real voice and on the this podcast. Is, no. That's
1: not me. <laughs> yes, it is.
0: Anyway. <laughs> oh, thank God. Because that's hard for you to do the reg this this podcast secunda kind of voice. <laughs> Leave me alone. Oh, no, there's Andy.
2: I have a perfect voice for <laughs> podcasting. <laughs> uh
0: this is from Alex.
2: Komenek. Mm-hmm. And here we go.
3: Oh, oh, boy, that sure was a lot of deuterium today. Well, let's take a listen to Star Trek TNC. Maybe today will be the day that I get inducted into the President's Circle. Andy, there's yes. no one who we have forgotten that paypal would us before
0: the President's Circle began. That's this true! is a This <laughs>
3: is unbelievable. I think no, we
1: can celebrate sad. on our own.
3: rather have a beer I fill these tanks up with two tears and I can't even hear And even if I could I would all be noise Put your podcast in my ear It reminds me That it's not so bad It's not so bad Dear Matt and Andy, I healed you, but you never responded This is probably a... I sent you some money I really hope you got it I wanted to support My favorite Star Trek podcast I sent it before August But I didn't hear you list me I hope you didn't do it Intentionally just to diss me <laughs> Maybe you didn't miss me Maybe I wasn't listening Maybe you mispronounced My last name as Kaminsky I thought I'd get in. C, Probably did. But evidently 17 cents can't guarantee Entry to the presidency I need to feel like Part of Star Trek TNC Matt and Andy, please be the real MVCs. The PayPal fees alone were three times what you received. <laughs> you forgot all about me, then you had a celebration without even a mention of my token donation. I think it's time to find a different conversation, perform my own kind of saucer separation, create my own circle. 40,000 doors, self repairing floors, smorgasbord and more. Ah, who am I kidding? I can never quit you two. P.S. We should Jamaharone together too. I don't care if you ignore my seventeen cents because I know in my heart that I'm the president.
0: No, it's not how it works. <laughs> oh my God! All that work. What a what a what a song! I have to say that was very uh, impressive. I very love the well I love the effort you put forth, and uh, quite frankly, uh, you have more talent than Andy and I. So true. On display. Well done number fun. (laughs) Shut up, Matt. Okay. That's what it sounds like inside his head. Your turn, Andy. All right.
2: (laughs) You Uh, talk. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Now we're gonna take a look at our uh, proper... Uh, President Circle members uh, with the Christopher Pike Medal of
0: Valor awardees. I can't believe he finally knows how to... S- what, I wrote it what down. What this is. Um, ones I love
1: it. No, great yeah. job. I'm proud of
0: you. Uh, I'm going to keep it short today uh, because we have
1: <laughs> so many
2: others in this uh, portion of the ship. Uh, and it is from Dan Kostelek who says, If you were a hot dog, would you eat yourself? I
0: know I would. I'd cover myself in mustard and relish. I'd be delicious. Um... I have to say yes, and I like a hot dog with mustard and relish. But my preferred hot dog topping, Andy, is mustard and um, what you onions, say? chopped onions,
2: chopped onions.
0: Yeah. That's How do you feel about a, a a cheese on your on your hot dog? No, thank you. No cheese. I think when I was a kid, I would do that kind of thing. Uh-huh. But you know, I'm a grown ass man. Where do you stand on bacon wrapped hot dogs? What do you mean? Like where do I stand on hot dogs that have been wrapped in bacon or in a bun or just like general... If you were a hot dog and you
2: were standing and you <laughs> sure. were wrapped in bacon, would uh-huh. you prefer to be wrapped in bacon or prefer to not be wrapped in bacon?
0: I got to be honest. If I was wrapped in bacon as a hot dog, I'd probably be like, this is very cozy. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I'd feel okay about it. Sure. Uh, but at the end of the day, I'd probably just want to be left uh, with mustard on me.
2: I'd love a bacon-wrapped hot dog. I'd love to be wrapped in bacon.
0: Do you like a pretzel... Hot dog! Here? Very much you do. Yes, I didn't ex- anticipate that was happening, Andy. My ex
2: uh, actually uh, pointed me toward them. She she
0: really she really loved them. Your ex uh, pretzel uh, wife? Oh, yeah. sure, sure, sure. You hear that, everybody? Someone's X. Uh, Say, <laughs> you all, love oh, You need someone who really likes a hot dog pretzel? I better get a stick to, to, to swat away all these ladies. He's not hard to please. <laughs>
2: Uh, so sad. (laughs) Um, Okay, we're done with the uh, Admirals Club, buddy. Oh well.
1: uh,
0: We're done with the President Circle. We're done with the whole thing. I guess I'll just get us out of here with some sort of magic transition uh, that I can't remember what we do. God, people must be so annoyed that I don't remember what happens here.
2: It is amazing that it's kind of
0: a. the Admiral's Club now. Yeah, uh, and I guess we'll go to the hallway for the hails. Believe it or not, everybody, none of those were hails.
3: No. And
5: that was the Admiral's Club.
2: Okay, uh, this first hail is from Rebecca. Oh, the hailbag's officially open. Is that something I say? (laughs) You know, it's funny that it's kind of our brand to be a mess, and yet we really make no effort to maintain our...
0: We make no effort? ...sad disorganization, inability to remember
2: what comes next. We still manage to do it, though. ...or uh, constantly misfiring sound cues. Um, It just happens, because that's who we are. This is from Rebecca Skipper. Uh, Hello, Skipper. Hi, Skip. Hey, Skip. Uh, And she says, uh, my thoughts on TNG's The Loss. I've never liked TNG's The Loss, but after listening to your commentary um, and vits of the episode, I think that must be a misprint, but I can't imagine what it was. Um, Anyway, uh, I'm convinced I should watch the episode again. Uh, I think comments on the episode. Although Troy is a jerk in this episode, I really like how she corrects Picard's flawed thinking about people with disabilities. I am totally blind and can tell you that Troy was right when she says that the idea that the other senses improve when one sense uh, is lost is a myth. In TNG The Whisper... Mm-hmm. Uh, Picard really annoys me when he raises his voice when speaking to the deaf character. Oh, so true. <laughs> did, I
0: wonder if we commented on that. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I wonder if we, if we did. Were it really is insane. Aware of it because that is absolutely a crazy thing for him to have <laughs> done in the 24th century. Hello, <laughs> I've got this number one. Hello, <laughs> the guy is like a well-known ambassador that communicates with everyone. It's like it's the equivalent of like, oh, Andy, this uh, this person is blind and they don't have a visor on. I'm assuming we're in Star Trek times. And yeah. then Andy's like, oh, that's okay. I'll just make myself bigger. No, Andy, that's not how it works. Anyway, continue. She goes on. uh
2: TNG's weakness, in a sense, is how it, it dealt with dis- disabilities. Uh, we just learned to use our other senses in a different way. I think Guinan is an underused character, and I really love the scenes I agree. between Troy and Guinan. Maybe Guinan is a better counselor, she says. Uh, Jordy's blindness isn't explored as much, and the scenes in the naked now and generations where he longs for his sight mm-hmm. are not the best examples. One of the debates that you didn't have is what defines a disability. Is Deanna Troy disabled? Yes, because her inability to function after the loss of her powers overwhelms her. That's interesting. That's the definition of disability? I, uh, I buy that, Def. Yeah. Um, however, I have to commend Star Trek for its ability to include people with disabilities in meaningful roles. Mm-hmm. Captain Picard
0: could be uh, classified as a disabled person because Hey don't spoil this for him he, you just, Oh no well, that's I've not spoiled right
2: Did they say Pulaski had to, uh, Pulaski had to
0: operate on his heart
2: his ticker. Oh right his yeah, artificial so heart reading. Okay there you go Perhaps the writers inadvertently or purposefully Changed the conversation um, Diana sees herself as being disabled Others saw her as competent with the, Even without her powers This is a really good message for youths with disabilities By the way Q loses his powers And seems to learn some lessons as well That's so true was he disabled when he stopped being omnipotent is my question to you Matt I
0: didn't do the well, different he Andy well he certainly feels it right? do you know what I mean he felt omnipotent and that was sort of the that was the um, crux of of everyone on the Enterprise not really knowing what to do with him
2: here's an interesting comparison because people are coming down with, on me about the Troy thing <laughs> um,
0: would, we Q, make, would we make these interesting comparisons if they were coming down on me Andy uh, but maybe probably <laughs> 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 I guess you would be making the comparison
2: squirm. I would be sitting there watching enjoying you squirm uh-huh. um, but whatever the case Troy Troy acts uh, in a similar manner maybe even more of a brat than Q does when Q loses all omnipotence that's true she loses much less than Q well she lost me you know and to us, it's comical when this guy loses all of his omnipotence. But when right. Troy loses it, we're supposed to be all upset and 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 empathetic.
0: Uh, look, I you know you guys know how I felt about the episode. I yeah. was on board. Right, uh, Andy, of course, not on board. That's no. that's Andy's thing, though, to not be on board. You know, we vary on that.
2: <laughs> uh, whatever the case. Um I love the fact that TNG uh,
0: challenged races who thought that they were superior to humans. Not you, Andy. This is not you speaking? No.
1: No, it's not you. So I'm this sorry. is
0: like <laughs> he changes the tone, not at all. This is, There's no.
2: This is back to Skipper. Uh, Skipper says, I love the fact that TNG challenged races. Who thought that they were superior to humans, but it also challenged human arrogance, i.e., encounter at far point and all good things. Got a lot of references in this one. 24, uh, 24th century technology really challenges me to rethink what disability means. Thanks for changing my mind about this episode. It's interesting because we both gave it a very low rating, but I guess we did discuss it
0: in great depth. Uh, I don't think my rating was that low. What was mine? Was definitely low. Yours was lower than mine. Uh-huh. I think I gave it a five or a six. I think I gave it a six. It was yeah. a little bit more watchable You might have kicked mine up, and mine was like a 2.5, and I don't remember if I kicked it Again, up. Again, this not. is why we do the thing of the doings. I don't know what that means. Well, Andy, it means this is why we've written down our scores beforehand. Oh, yeah.
2: Um, okay, uh, this is a voice hail from our good friend Livingston Picard, who's been a little under fire. They <laughs> oh, no, took Livingston, away, no! They took away his... Uh, Admin privileges? His Twitter account, Livingston Picard.
0: <laughs> Wait, who did? Why? Who Twitter did, away? did. Why did I Twitter assume take it away?
2: It had something, I, I, this is complete, complete theorizing on my part. I assume it had something to do with the new Picard series, oh, Jesus and they did a sweep, Christ. but he has not said. But here, anyway, here's what he says.
6: Hey there, Matt and Andy. This is Livingston Picard. I just wanted to say happy Thanksgiving to you guys and to Dory and Bo and whatever Andy's cat's name is. Omar. Omar Little. We're sure thankful for you guys taking the time out of your busy, busy lives to record this silly but incredibly fun podcast. So thank you. We are thankful for you on this Thanksgiving. I'm sure not thankful for Twitter banning me for a second time. Not sure what uh, a ready room fish did to uh, piss them off. But now I am at Starfleet consoles. I am now <laughs> you are the uh, selling those lovely L-Cars consoles that... Explode any time the ship gets lightly jostled. And uh, it's full of rocks, if you haven't noticed. That's to help, you know, weigh them down and other reasons. Don't forget half a saw blade. uh, Actually, I don't remember if it's at Starfleet consoles or panels. Whatever. Uh, Rest (laughs) in peace, Picard's fish. It's not a good ad for for your Twitter,
0: Livingston. (laughs) I think Livingston was doing the ad in the spirit of how we do things on this podcast. I guess it
2: is. He does remember his own Twitter feed. Anyway, check it out. He's very funny. I don't know if it'll be themed the same. That's a real loss. The the fish's uh, Twitter feed was very funny. Uh, anyway, it's Cosmo Moore. Should we do a whole episode about the loss of his Twitter account? Possibly. Is that, should that be bonus pod?
0: <laughs> I don't know what to do. Um,
2: and then the uh, the last uh, thing in the hailbag bag is uh, Alyssa Lukeman. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly he Wrote us about 70 episodes ago About getting an engagement ring I believe That was pink quartz To look like dilithium crystals um, Her and Bo Taylor uh, Got hitched in Vegas recently And mm-hmm. uh, she was wearing A TOS Sciences uniform And he was wearing A TNG command uniform
0: So congrats to you guys Wow That's a, a big A big old congrats
2: um, And with that We close the hailbag. bag
0: Clay, I'll I Close, sir
2: you can sir And now we're ready for this day in Trek. From <sighs> Oh boy, oh boy. This Matthew is gonna Kirk, be
0: really good because we're going to hear some great number one hits. What, what division would Matthew Kirk be in? He's, you know how we have a 20th century historian on board the Enterprise that we only took into the Holodeck to get killed? I do. That's well, that's, that's who him. he is. That's Matthew Kirk. Mm. We're going to take him along. With he was us. he was that guy's replacement. He was that guy's replacement. There he's you go, our, Matthew he's Kirk, he's our 20th century historian.
2: I wonder what rank that guy
0: was. I feel like he was a lieutenant, right? I don't know. It's really would up to lieutenant just looking at history? I don't think he just did that. I think he just like chose a specialty later like when you're a doctor and then you're like, mm, uh, "I like pancreases." I wonder who the biggest badass in those side,
2: those side specialties is. Like, if there's like just a just a a war machine of. <laughs> well, I would think the chief security combat. officer would probably be like a combat specialist. Sure, but is there like say is one of these people that was just like I know I'm the biggest badass I could beat Worf. But you know what? I'm more interested in history. I want to be in the history division.
0: I could be. So you're saying someone in the history division has, yes. has decided that uh, since it would be embarrassing for Worf to be beaten by them, they're just going <laughs> to slide over to the history division. I
2: wasn't ascribing that motivation to them. I was just saying that they That's were more interested. That's a thing they think, though. How much, how much, uh, I'm on a real tangent here, how much... Somehow it's related s- to Star Trek, though. I know. It's very unusual. How much, say, do you think they
0: have... In the crew has
2: in what sort of division and specialty they end up in?
0: I think it's sort of like a thing of like, oh, there's a opening in astrometrics for a blah blah blah. They should, I, should I apply for that posting?
2: Right. But then, do you think that Starfleet
0: is like, no, you're good at whatever? I think it would be probably be up to the commanding officer uh-huh. slash uh, the commanding officer of that division of that department. I would guess would have that conversation with um, Riker.
2: And do, I guess what I'm asking is, do you think Riker would be like, "No, you're better at navigation.
0: We need you at navigation." Oh, I think that he would, uh, or he'd be like, "Well, that. you're in love he, with he this would other say thing." Say that to them, and they would then either protest or agree. And then if they protest, he'd be like, "Okay, you're gonna you do, think they do would be chill about happy. it?" Yeah, interesting. In the 24th century, yeah, Andy, things are great over there,
2: aren't they? Also, emotionally adjusted, that they don't even need to be in the
0: division that they want to be in, they'll still be happy. <laughs> I'm emotionally adjusted to everything. <laughs> I don't... That has not been my experience. What? I don't understand. <laughs> Why would you say that about me? Oh, you know what? We had... Oh. oh Andy did it wrong. Something there's one did
2: more wrong. hail. So, what I'm gonna do...
7: Happen? <laughs> <Captain, laughs> we are being hailed.
2: Uh, oh, you know what it should have been? It should have been uh, this other one. Um, oh, I can't find it. Oh, well. Um... It just should have been an incoming message. Anyway, uh, this is from our friend Nick in Massachusetts. I think Nick might have gotten married a while back, too. And I don't know if I uh, (laughs) credited him. I don't know if you credit someone when they get married. But, uh, Nick, if that's accurate... Uh, or if you're someone who has gotten married in the, in the, since the show has started and you just want to you're a fan, let me know. Um, and um, I will give you your due kudos. In the meantime, here's an incoming voice ale from Nick, one of your countrymen.
4: Hey, guys. Nick from Massachusetts. Ghost Talks. Um I just have to say, and it's really not important, but it is to me, my two favorite fandoms in the entire world are Madonna and Star Trek. So, anytime you guys have it's one of those. It's a big crossover Madonna week myths, for him. Um, it just makes my heart sing. Because, come on, Madonna and Star Trek. Nothing better. Anyway, keep up the great work. Bye. Nothing,
0: nothing better. <laughs> love it. Nick, you're in luck because, uh, according to our ship's historian, Madonna's at the top of the charts again.
2: That's right. With Justify My Love. So,
0: Andy, I'm going to say the date. I'll tell you right now okay. that this episode aired the week of January 7th, 1991. Nice. And, uh, well, I think we know what number one was, and it was Madonna. You know how Madonna, I I feel like Madonna has, needs a, um, like a nickname. Yeah. You know, like how Springsteen is the boss. Well, she kind of did that for herself by Uh, picking a a single name. I know, but like. Beyonce's like Queen Bay. Right. And I feel not, like Madonna should be like. Easy. Yeah, Madonna yeah. should be like. Motor, oh, motor City Madonna? I don't know. That doesn't make the any sense. The material girl. i done. We did it, there Andy. You go. We did that.
1: Yes. <laughs> there
0: you go. Madonna, from now
2: on, you shall be the material girl. It's not as good, though. She should be like. Up,
0: up, up. That's right. A boss type person. Yes. Yeah, like
2: but a single name or,
0: she, or
1: double. well, she is already. Yeah, I guess she's, she's already there. Share
0: already share. Yeah, Dolly Parton is shortened to Dolly. Do- Dolly should have one too. Come to think of it,
2: maybe they do in their circles. We're not really their circles, even though I was a huge Madonna fan in their.
0: In the oh, I thought you meant like in their interpersonal actual circles. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> no, I mean in guys personally, you can refer to me as whatever material girl <laughs> i've been on a real kanye kick too lately i don't know what's going on with me yeah, i think you just need rhymes because you can't even understand how your name is pronounced
2: that may be and i need to learn how it's how things are rhymed so i can figure out how my name is pronounced. What are you
0: gonna do? um i wonder how many things are kind of are gonna rhyme with probably you're like, not many. you're like is it like davy crockett's coon skin cap is that what it rhymes with no no is it the word under hmm i don't know and then you say you need rap to help you
2: i want us to have nicknames i want i want things like yeezy and
0: uh yay right this is this this podcast is not easy to do i'll tell you that much (laughs) god so
2: bad inside for both of us right now justify my love by madonna and sadness part one by enigma began the year on top of the u.s and uk airwaves respectively A Life on the Road by Charles Kuralt was a bestseller And Home Alone spent its eighth week on top of the box office With its take exceeding $170 million
0: Were you on the Home Alone train? Very much so Uh Very, very much so I am dealing with something right now on this phone I'm wondering if I should stop we should stop for half a second and then get back to this, Andy. Do you want? Let's finish this day in track, and then we'll circle back. Okie dokie. The Persian
2: Gulf Crisis escalates as the U.S. Congress authorizes the use of military force to defend Kuwait from Iraqi incursions. D.C. readers were treated the first appearance of Tim Drake as the new Robin in Batman Oh, 4, sure. Yeah, 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 Nice. That's credited to Mark Schultes. Um, the fourth WWF Royal Rumble special aired... Uh, In which Hulk Hogan defeated Earthquake as the final competitor.
0: (laughs) Sure. I remember that one, actually.
2: Time magazine's cover featured a creepily edited double portrait of the U.S. president with the caption, Men of the Year, the two George Bushes. Uh, The article was taking aim at his divergent personalities in international leadership and domestic management. That's it. Oh, my God. You perfectly timed, Andy. Mm -hmm. You ended as, as Madonna stepped away. I feel like that was more your doing than my doing, Matt. But no, no, differ. but you did it. I but did you it.
0: stopped talking, I stopped and talking. Madonna decided to fade her Oh, you out. didn't fade it out. I didn't do that. I just sensed it coming. It ended. Was like, Phew. Nick, we made your day. Star Trek and Madonna. All wrapped up. Into one bacon-covered hot dog. Um, that was Maddie. We were listening to Maddie. <laughs> huh, Maddie in the morning. <laughs> Donna? Nick knows that. Nick knows that. That's my kiss. Nah?
2: I'm coming up with Madonna. Don.
0: Lady Don, The Don. Dawn. The Dawn. Oh come on
2: That's what she should be called Because she's Italian Madonna Ciccone I Guys, think her we're, name is
0: we're, we're just Solving problems We were never asked to solve Left and right We'll be right back Well th- th- You won't know that We'll be back <laughs> <laughs> Alright Andy I, I, Madonna's done But we press on With Larry Nemechek's Amazing book Star Trek The Next Generation Companion Revised Edition FYI, I was going to say uh, we had a little bit of a
2: TNG conversation a couple of minutes back. So even if this is the official start of the uh, the episode, uh, you know
0: maybe it's something worth your while. If if people are like, "Oh man, the episode started at the thirty-nine minute or eight-minute mark," I'm gonna I'm gonna just jump right over to there. Um, first of all, sorry we're not entertaining on our own. <laughs> <laughs> that was not as a sour note to me. Second uh. of all. <laughs> Uh, Guess what? All the hails are about TNG So what are you doing? Just listen to the podcast and enjoy yourselves Or I will separate this saucer
2: I say appreciate the, the podcast however you wish
1: mm.
0: Mm. 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 <laughs> Data data um, Data's understanding of human behavior is po- oh, Sorry everybody This is of course Data's Day Which is directed by Robert Weimer Teleplay by Harold Apter And Ronald Damore Story by Harold Apter. Pretty cool, right? I'm excited. Data's understanding of human behavior is put to the test when his friend Keiko Ishikawa gets cold feet on the eve of her wedding to Miles O'Brien and calls off the ceremony. Logically, the android reasons if calling off the wedding would make her happy, it will make O'Brien happy too. Of course, when Data delivers the news to the transporter chief, he quickly discovers otherwise. Geordi, however, assures him the ceremony will take place So the android purchases a gift with Worf's assistance and takes dancing lessons from Dr. Crusher. Meanwhile, the whole crew, except for Data, is made edgy by the presence of Ambassador Tapel, a cooler-than-usual Vulcan en route to. Is that. You think it's cooler than usual? Mm, Maybe. Editorializing there, Larry. Just give me the goods. Back to the book. (laughs) Uh, They're en route for historic treaty negotiations With the Romulans in the neutral zone But shortly after Data refuses to grant the ambassador Access to security information For which she has not been cleared She is killed in a mysterious transporter accident With her death, the treaty negotiations are called off And the Romulans prepare to depart But a probe led by Data In his Sherlock Holmes persona eh, Also inaccurate Turns up uh, signs that her death was faked Confronted with this information, Commander uh, Mendoc reveals the truth. Topel was actually a deep cover spy for the Empire. The danger passed. The mood turns more joyful. Data walks his friend Keiko down the aisle, and she and O'Brien are married in a ceremony performed by Picard. All right, everyone. an interesting
2: side note. Yeah, what's the side note? I was just prepping, but looking on uh, on uh, Memory Alpha, yeah. uh, uh, usually. One hundred percent dependable. Memory Alpha. You're saying it's not dependable. I'm looking up uh, Keiko O'Brien. It states that uh, TNG, uh, unless I'm misreading this, it only it only mentions imaginary friend as her episode. It has a, a ton of DS9 references but only imaginary friend not even data's day um, oh wait a
0: minute i'm looking in the wrong area boy
2: oh boy of course oh boy, i was oh boy, wrong boy, oh boy. and you were right stop
0: spoiling yourself andy don't data's spoil day. how many episodes oh, Kay right, goes in
2: well i assume that she was in more if you've seen this episode you know that minimally she gets she marries uh, o'brien by the end of the episode That's so true. unless something terrible happens then
7: <laughs> second officer's personal log stardate 44390.1 Record entry for transmission to Commander Bruce Maddox, Cybernetics Division, Daystrom Institute. Do- so Bruce, the
0: guy that wanted to take data apart in measure of a man, you know, data holds no grudges. I love that. I love it. Um,
2: that he was such a douche in the other in the other episode, but he clearly, you know, had learned the value of of data and uh, and was still interested and. Uh, to the point where, where they, now they've built up a, a relationship.
0: I really love it. Uh, a rapport, if you will.
2: Amanda a Mattis. rapport.
7: In reference to your most recent letter, I agree that your study lacks sufficient primary source information on my programming and operation. Therefore, in response to your request, this correspondence will include a complete record of my activities during a normal day, with particular emphasis on my perceptions of friendship. Oh, I love a night watch, Andy. How? Commander Riker. You were 15 minutes early. Well, it's a very I special day. I never day.
0: know when I ask I a question the if I should the wait for you to pause it or not. Um, I, I, like, I like the idea of you asking questions and then, uh, what's up?
2: Um, I don't know. Do you feel like I'm I'm making the right decisions in my life, Matt? Do you think I'm... I don't know if this is the right time to... I mean, some of your decisions I've agreed with. Uh-huh. Okay. Um... I was going to ask, what was the name of the other guy uh, The other guy who tried to take Data apart and prove that he wasn't a person? That was in Measure of a Man, right? Or was this Measure of a Man?
0: This is Maddox is the guy. Maddox measure is Measure of a Man. man. Yeah. What's the other one where the guy tried admiral, to... Admiral... Uh, admiral Hogan-Mogan? <laughs> admiral. Was wasn't handsome. It was
2: an admiral, right? He, he was an admiral. Anyway, I kind of feel like that guy would have been a better one because he had more of a turn at Go the end. To, oh, uh, that was the one with uh, Data's... LOL. Lal. Lal, right. Lal. Uh,
0: well, that was her name, but the episode was called "Type Android Data Has a Baby." I think it was Data Small Data. I think it was Baby uh, Data. I think it was three lieutenant commanders and a baby.
2: <laughs> That's a great idea for something. Um, I have the thing. I'm trying to find. Look
0: word. for looking for appearances of LOL. Okay, where right. would that be? That be I have LOL wouldn't wouldn't on be the page. Like it's one of these things, right? Uh, anyway, she's going to figure that out. By. Do I think it would be better? No, I think that the more impactful person in this uh, run of things is uh, Maddox because of the trial. In, a,
2: in either event, I think uh, it, it, was a, it was a great move. Love the beginning.
7: on the wedding day. Thank you, sir.
2: And love nervous. the night the night. Shift. I, I agree,
7: nervous, sir. However, I do sense a certain
2: the offspring'
7: participation mm. regarding my role in the wedding. Mm. Anything to report. All systems are normal, sir. Sigbe reports that Lieutenant Juarez went into labor at 0400 hours. We remain at station awaiting the arrival of Starship Zukov, and guest quarters have been prepared for Ambassador Tapel. Thank you. I have the bridge. Aye, sir. Begin day watch. By the way,
0: I really like seeing uh, Riker what he does on the bridge when Picard's not around. Yeah. He's just like, begin day watch, and like really, really makes himself comfortable. Commander Maddox,
7: I found it difficult <laughs> to maintain the friendships. That's since right. Human now emotions I'm in charge. Are often of like a,
0: it's an exaggerated uh, sort of sit, you know? It's like a really, like, I'm going to cross my legs.
7: Eventually, I developed a program enabling me to predict human emotional responses to specific actions.
0: You know, his program that he's developed might be the explanation for us assuming he has emotions but doesn't know it. I'm sorry, say again. The program he's developed. Yes. To anticipate human emotional responses. Uh-huh. Might be why we think he has emotion so much. It might be part of that program kicking in. I am not following. Okay. Someone no. out there listening is following. Explain it to me. You know how we're always like Data has emotion but he doesn't know it? Yes. This just revealed that Data has written an emotional program for himself. To anticipate the emotions of people around him, part of me is just is. is I see. you're saying that when that is that is uh, in
2: operation, that when is what creates yeah. the illusion. When we're seeing that, he's maybe not, it's, he's not specifying enough, though, that it affects h- how he
0: acts in response. Uh, right, but I'm saying, you know, that could be a subroutine of But that without program.
2: question, it is all over this episode evidence of like, oh, this guy's
0: got emotions. What are we even talking about? This is absurd. Just because he smiles at his cat?
2: He does a million things in this episode that are like, oh, that's a guy with emotions.
8: Come in.
7: It is time for the wedding rehearsal.
8: I know. Data, I've decided not to go through with it.
7: You do not wish to rehearse.
8: No, I'm calling off the wedding.
0: Whoa, Andy, what is that? Is it a wedding song? Calling off the the wedding song? Calling off the wedding song.
7: Have your feelings for Chief O'Brien changed?
8: I'm supposed to be getting married, Data. I should be happy, but I'm not. I just feel this weight pressing down on me.
7: Will canceling the wedding make you happy?
8: Yes. He'll probably be just as relieved as I am. Data, you introduced us to each other. You mean a lot to both of us. I would really appreciate it if you would talk to Miles for me.
7: If you wish.
0: love it. A little bit of pipe there. (laughs) Does it bother you? Pipe is exposition. Um, No, I mean, you have to do it.
2: I have, no I have no problem with it
0: I have no problem.
7: I am on board with My friend Cheap O'Brien often says that above all else all of this. He wants to make Keiko happy Since cancelling the wedding will make her happy I must conclude that Cheap will be pleased at her decision I have good news Oh? <laughs> Keiko has made a decision designed to increase her happiness She has cancelled the wedding She what? Cancel the wedding?
4: Today?
0: <laughs> I like Geordie
4: Awkward. <laughs> it's
2: really it not a comfortable situation. That for
4: childish, selfish, irresponsible things to do.
2: So here's what I would say, Matt, based on your theory. Yeah. Um, I think th- that that program would have made Data act how he does in this scene, which well, does not indicate that's what that the he writers has, want you to say. But I don't think it indicates that he has emotions, which is usually we usually look at stuff and go, okay, clearly he has emotions. Look, he was reacting well, to he's the smiling. Situation. This smile. And
0: yeah. then on top of that, you know, we'll I mean, we'll get to each of the moments. But
2: but I will also say I love the uh, uh, I love the um, that uh, Keiko and uh, O'Brien are acting like human beings.
0: Uh, she's, oh, yeah. We're she's there. having a meltdown. She's having, He's all pissed off because uh, she's, she's got she's, wet, she's got dry feet, wet feet, dry. So cold. What's the, what do they call it? Cold feet. Cold mm-hmm. <laughs> feet. She's got feet. Uh <laughs> I mean in the future it might be something different. And he I'm is honest. acting like a fucking drunk O'Brien. <laughs>
1: Whoa. Time. We don't have any evidence to
7: <laughs> Commander Maddox, it would appear that my Do you feel like the
0: when they were writing the score for this episode, the flute guy was like Finally. Finally. Uh this a, a lyrical is episode. My <laughs> episode.
7: What about the tuba? Designed to pre- Fuck you tuba. Emotional responses needs adjustment. So uh
0: yeah, big big flute episode. Yeah. I like the... Big flute big episode. <laughs> big flute episode. It's my commentary. I'll see you guys later. Uh, yeah, of course, the number I wrote down before the, we started talking about this episode was the number of times the flute is played. Sure. <laughs> um, can I just go back for a second? To what, Andy? Everything in there was great. The day watch... They they keep the lights dim at night for the night night shift. I think it's honestly I think it's for people on a spaceship's internal chronometer uh-huh. to know that it's night. Do they do, do they do that all over the ship then? I guess you know we spring. never see it, but I would imagine they do. <laughs> honestly, I guess it. would you imagine that? They I guess would? that makes sense. I like it's that's like that's... when you're in an airplane at night, they turn right. the lights off.
2: Do they? Yeah. Oh, in an airplane. I thought you were saying in an airport. They don't do it in the airport though.
0: That's true,
2: but the airport usually isn't running 24-7. It's running late, is it? <laughs> I feel like no. when, stuff is, when planes are delayed, don't they? You're always well, sure, laying yeah. there. sure, yeah, you come in the airport. So it's there 24 yeah, hours,
0: think, isn't think, it? Do you think
2: they need to have the lights dim for you
0: in the airport?
2: I don't think they need to, but they clearly could make that decision. Or would that be more depressing? I don't know. It's really up to us. We run airports. Anyway, the other thing I was going to say is... Uh, I love that um, Keiko just tells him like she doesn't want to handle the situation. So she's like, "Hey, uh, Data, can you tell the guy that I don't want?
0: To- I would love to have that guy in my life." She's doing it like a human being like, hey, too. You handle First this. compliment him. Can you? Go you mean a lot to us.
2: Tell my family I won't be able to make it home for the holidays.
0: <laughs> you mean so much to us, Data, which is why it's you who can gets you, to tell him. Can you fire
2: this guy, please? I don't want to fire this guy. He's really going to be upset.
7: Mm, mm. Mm. ...today include four birthdays, two personal transfers, a celebration of the Hindu Festival of Lights, two chess tournaments, one secondary school play, and four promotions.
0: You're telling me on the Enterprise, on a given day, between a thousand people, they need to have two chess tournaments today? There's a lot of nerds on that ship, pal. It's a little crazy, though. Like, why can't we all participate in the one chess tournament?
2: (laughs) You don't know. There's a lot of... There's different uh, divisions,
0: Look, by the way, you know... There's a pyramid of divisions that are working toward the top. I'm a sucker for day-to-day operations on board the Enterprise, and this episode delivers that in... You know, it would be hilarious as if uh, Data just won every chest of and people hated him for it. By the way, look at this Brent Spiner turn. Yeah, this, he's really... This, this lean into the turn situation that's happening like here. It's like a motor motorcycle turn hugging Roll. that curve. An ordinary
7: day.
8: The golf is ready for transport, sir.
7: Energize.
2: This is who fills in when O'Brien O'Brien's getting hammered. Yeah.
7: <laughs> Welcome aboard the Enterprise, Ambassador. It's almost a Darth Vader outfit, this lady's wearing.
0: I mean, should that not be your first indicator? That she's evil? Yeah. Come on. Good job. Very deliberate. Good job, Warren. Actually suggested by the flute guy.
7: Since I am not affected by emotional considerations, I am closer to being Vulcan than human. However...
0: Let me ask you this. Okay. Do you think Data is writing this in his head right now?
2: Oh, good point. And does he just plug in and shoot it off without actually tippity-tapping it on on a
0: console? Maybe. That certainly save time.
7: While their devotion to logic does have a certain appeal... I
0: do, like, look at that. I like the way Data's, like, just, <laughs> just like... side-eyeing mm, her. <laughs> I'm going to stare at you.
7: Find their stark philosophy to be somewhat
0: limited. Slam. See, because he then does the, for the emotional, of, of the, the thing of limited. Like, he turns his head right. based on the VO. That what uh, That's... So I'm thinking you're saying that he's he is, right honestly, then. we're hearing what he's writing in his head right now. It's true. So everyone rewatch the episode with that in mind
9: come ambassador to Pell I come to serve your service honors us this is my first officer commander William Riker
8: leave us please
3: ooh
0: rough well you owe me twenty dollars you're not going to be able to sleep with this one (laughs) charming woman Really, I think that's Will's taking that A little too hard Well he had to lean Into it for the The way he just Stares at the door
7: <laughs> Well if you weren't Closed I'd uh, oh, Why I oughta the tone of Commander Riker's voice Makes me suspect That he is not serious About finding Ambassador Tapel charming My experience suggests That in fact He may mean The exact opposite Of what he says
0: So this is totally Being narrated Right <laughs> As he As he goes Yes Cause he just then he just said the tone of Riker's voice right now suggests
2: like you know, it'd be funny is if he had a little speaker at the back of his neck and we actually
0: heard him narrating as he was going through his day. <laughs> Just a little thing I put in there data. So the townspeople wouldn't be afraid of <laughs> it's you. A is a
4: yeah. of this not it's not a really good song you it. got there. You don't need a haircut. <laughs> what you. a useless impression. Uh, <laughs>
0: let me tell you, I love a Bolian barber. I'm very <laughs> excited about this. Week. Is hey,
2: this the first indication? I've certainly first- heard a lot
0: about Mott. This is Mott, right? I, I I don't know if this is credited as Mott. Mm. I'm not sure. <laughs> God, you are in fine, horrible form today.
4: <laughs> you guys, I did it. I would need to be back
8: here so soon. <laughs> I know you want to look beautiful, but I'm just a barber, not a miracle worker.
0: I think this might be just a different bolium, and not
8: Mott. Try to keep my ears on straight today, all right? Let me
7: see. <laughs> Friendly insults and jibes. Another form of human speech that I am attempting to master. Says Matt the Tufo case, is Barver. See
2: if Matt Tufo it. plays the other.
7: I consider Geordie to be my best friend. Here for a trim? My hair does not require trimming, you lunkhead. What? My hair does not require trimming, lunkhead. You. I am experimenting with friendly jibes and insults. It was not meant as a serious disparagement. <laughs> well, just don't try it on the captain. No. Geordi, I am still confused by Chief O'Brien's reaction this morning.
1: Mm.
7: Yeah, he was just surprised, Ada. He didn't mean to blow up like that.
0: By the way, I do think Geordi's hair is as long as we've ever seen it. Yeah, is he, allowed, is, he, is he allowed to let it get shaggy? I think he can let it get however he wants. I don't think they have hair regulations in, the, uh, in Starfleet. You don't really see people with crazy
2: Hairstyles, though. I mean, other than sort of alien stuff, it doesn't doesn't seem like it gets that long.
0: Seems like it's always pretty well I think kept. Troy's hair is kind of insane sometimes.
2: Yeah, I guess she she dances to the tune to of her own drummer.
7: She's just getting cold feet. Cold feet. Jitters. A nervous reaction to an impending event of great importance. Right. Don't worry.
2: Oh, see, so yeah, that's a different vibe.
7: She'll change her mind again. She will. Absolutely. So you believe that the marriage will still proceed? Trust me. They're going to get married. So you'd better find a gift.
0: I love it. Now they got to go to Giftville, which is just a replicator station. Which makes me go like, well, why would you even bother getting me this gift? You just replicated it.
7: Yeah, I guess it must really be the thought that counts in the future. We were both orphans rescued by Starfleet officers. (laughs) in many ways we are both still outsiders in human society are you here to find a wedding gift yes I would appreciate your help in selecting an appropriate item
5: of course I love that I have attended human weddings before
2: I love that he just he has him a, a you know a, a casual social <laughs> a request and he turns it into a, a direct order that he, that he wants to execute that's yes, an sir. awesome wharf moment yes sir
0: I like that Worf was looking at chairs. That was up on his screen. Uh-huh. Like he's like really uncomfortable with that giant ball chair he has in his uh, quarters. He was looking for a new chair. Hold.
5: Yeah. This is a traditional gift. Yes, my adoptive parents often give these
0: things. They're champagne flutes, Worf. You know what they are. He doesn't dig them at family weddings. They're not goblets with spikes human on them. Custom.
7: Hold. It is my understanding that the item selected should reflect the personality of whoever is giving it. This does not remind me of you. <laughs> Love the look. Do you ever been an actual participant in a human wedding? No. <laughs> you would not consider it to be an honor?
2: Okay, stop it for a second. So, this he has heard his tone. He just said no. He didn't say anything in the sentence that would have indicated that he would not consider it an honor. But he just talked about
0: the tone of voice of people 45 times. Like, he just said it about
1: Riker, Riker.
2: being sounding sarcastic. But he was he was only basing that on context. He wasn't basing it on
0: tone. He no, was he saying, said, judging by the tone of his voice. No, did he say tone? Yeah, he literally said tone. That's well, his program, for sure, kicking in. Okay, fair enough you've disproved I mine. think that but I think where you have a bigger case yeah. is when Tapel asks him for the codes mm-hmm. for the security clearance
2: that he knows something's up and it's only based on yeah yeah yeah,
0: yeah. subtext you'll get your you'll get your aha moment Andy don't worry <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't think Honor, I need, I don't think I need to stack up evidence of him being morning, all over the place
5: often involve a great deal of talking and dancing and crying
0: dancing. He's got to go learn to dance, dance, so of course he goes to Crusher.
2: <laughs> Data's what? doing a I ton don't... of creepily watching people
0: in this episode, by the way. But I think that's the thing. When Data's not on camera, mm-hmm. this is what, that's what he's doing. doing. the entire Honestly, time. Honestly, don't you think weird... he's observing people constantly? I guess he is. But that should have been and something. And people are just like used to the fact that Data's going to be a weirdo?
2: Sung should have programmed into him
0: not to be A weirdo, though. (laughs) I did, but when I had the the speaker put in his neck. (laughs) So everyone knew when he was staring. Because he was constantly talking. (laughs) Constantly talking about what they're doing.
7: Learn how to dance. Why me? It was in your service record. Awarded first prize tap and jazz competition. St. Okay, okay. Have I said something to upset you?
8: It's just that that was a long time ago. And I don't want to be known as the Dancing Doctor again. Then your answer is no. All right, but let's keep this between you and me. Of course, Doctor.
9: Commander Data, please report to the bridge.
8: I wish
0: that Data unzipped his mouth. <laughs> that would have been amazing. <laughs> <Two>. <laughs> or he zipped it. just... And then he sure of... Whoop. He actually zipped his mouth. <laughs> what a crazy effect budget. <laughs> I loved it. I programmed it with mouth zippers. <laughs> it's, it would probably only, uh, you know, happen when the once or twice in his life. When a crystalline entity came, I said, thank God I put the mouth zipper in. <laughs> and it's be are, a useful I want bit.
9: a tactical projection of possible Romulan deployments along the neutral zone. Access all Federation records on the subject and
7: report to my ready room. Captain is there a specific area you wish me to study no ambassador
9: number one set a course one three zero mark two four six warp seven
10: that will take us very close to the neutral zone captain i'm aware of that number one proceed lay in the course Flute it is guy,
0: flute guy ready. Sure you don't
1: need a little flute in the emotional
7: scene? I don't think we do, but I guess we can I try it. A sudden, a sudden a course a little correction, little correction little toward the neutral zone would make me very... He's nervous. He's
0: tapping He's his finger. He's tippity-tapping his finger. He notices it. I mean, it's just like, I don't I don't know. Whatever. Uh, so, Andy, let's watch Spot feed his cat. I mean, data feed Spot. <laughs> this is the first time we he see Spot, I think right? it is, right? Oh, wait a minute.
2: I think Isn't you might have mentioned this before. Let me see if I can look it up.
0: Andy's looking it up. Uh, Yes, Data's Day. A lot of beeping
2: happening in Data's... (sighs) He probably doesn't turn... I assume you have that option to turn everything down, and he just doesn't care. Hmm cat! He's got a cat! I like your explanation, Andy. Just like me. Just like Omar Little.
4: Diagnostic complete. All systems functioning within normal parameters. (laughs)
2: Looks like it's desperate to get away.
4: (laughs) Come in. Am I intruding, Commander?
7: No. Would you care to sit down? When one of my friends is distraught, I have learned that the thoughtful thing to do... ...is to attempt to make him feel more comfortable. May I offer you some refreshment, Chief?
4: No, thank you, sir.
0: I think he's don't no.
4: <laughs> First of all, I'd like to apologize for the...
2: My only offensive forward. thing are my There's impressions of apologize. Irish people. I say I nothing not else about their habits.
0: I'm just speaking of Chief O'Brien.
2: Is Chief O'Brien known to be uh, uh, enjoy the partake of the sauce...
0: Certainly on D Space Nine Yeah You know they go to Quark's quite a bit Drinking with Bashir Alright
7: I don't know if it was a
0: characterization
7: Or a more comfortable chair to sit upon No sir Thank you sir Perhaps you would like some music
4: Brahms Aurelia No really sir I'm fine I came to ask for your help
0: A bagpipe I'm Irish Sorry
4: (laughs) It's about Keiko I'd like you to talk to her. Convince her to go through with the wedding. Would Counselor Troy not be a more appropriate choice to speak with Keiko? She already has. Didn't help.
2: Surprise, surprise. You've
4: known her long. I. <laughs> I just thought she might listen to. You.
2: Wish Dana said that. <laughs> surprise, surprise. That came out of his next speaker. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? Nobody Nothing.
4: <laughs> I do not know what to say to her. Oh, just talk with her. Make her see reason. She's going off half-cocks, not thinking this through. You've worked with her for a long time. She respects your opinion.
0: Does that mean like they previously served
2: with each other? I don't know. I would love to know the backstory of how they became close. Maybe he's into plants because they're
0: more alive than he is. you excited about the Arboretum?
7: A little bit. Do not seem
2: happy. A little bit. (laughs) 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 There's going to be that much action in there.
7: Your decision was based on the assumption... A couple
2: throwdowns happened in the Arboretum eventually. Play. Oh, really? Yeah, this sure. To be I feel like they should have done more it's with it's the walls. They off. got those cold walls.
7: Since your actions
0: did not produce the... De- cold walls and warm plants.
2: You know what they should have done is had it be holodecky and make it seem like it's outside.
0: But then why not just go to the holodeck? Yeah, I guess that's true.
7: Keiko talks to you. Why do they not talk to each other?
8: <laughs> that's a good question, Data. I wish I had a good answer for you. Perhaps when they're ready, they will.
7: Many aspects of this situation are puzzling to me. I've been studying various texts on the subject of marriage, but I have not found a suitable guide.
8: A suitable guide for what?
7: In an effort to be helpful, I'm attempting to calculate the variables involved in a successful marriage. (laughs) Good luck. There are many opinions. You've five, got a lot of info about weddings. Considered Mandy. successful. Sure does. I will not grow old. I jumped ahead. Data. That's reasonable.
8: <laughs> you do have a
7: lot to offer,
8: Commander Data. This is Ambassador Tuppell. Please report to my quarters. <laughs> Acknowledge.
7: You got a ridiculous.
2: You got a ridiculous. um I don't remember what we call it. Secunda's claim to fame. <laughs> For Troy, <laughs> for Keiko, I was just oh trying to sure out what okay. It is. I don't like oh here it is okay.
0: Oh man, this, I, of course is Kunda's claim to fame. I know him from something big.
2: It's uh I know Rosalind Cho. Chow, C-H-A-L? how would you say that? C H A O Chow. It was, it was Keiko uh, from Aftermath, which was the short-lived. <laughs> The short lived, I guess, from MASH too, because I think Klinger marries her, and then she's also an aftermath.
0: Way to go, Klinger.
2: Um, wow, she's had a long career. I'm sure there's a bunch of other stuff.
0: That might be one of the longest yet. IMDBs I've ever seen you pull on this show. Yeah, it's really long. She's probably got 9,000 credits. Like, I'm not even exaggerating. She probably has, honestly, 200 credits. A ton of stuff, a ton of episodes in different strokes. Falcon
2: Crest. Uh, oh, she was in A Team. Um, it's interesting how segmented people were Between movies and TV at that time People were really looked down on for being on TV And it was hard to make the crossover We're still looked down
0: on for writing it, buddy
6: I don't know if that's true
0: I mean, our show, maybe, but Six feet under, she had a big part Enter The OC
7: The same safeguards as the ship's computer Oh,
0: so this is sort of the moment
8: Seven zero four. The code is. You have Priority 3 clearance aboard the Enterprise?
7: That is correct, Ambassador.
8: I require information on this ship's defense and navigational systems. Access code Kappa Alpha 4601704.
7: The code is valid.
8: What is the field strength of this ship's deflector shields at maximum output?
7: May I ask the purpose of your request?
8: I require
7: this information. I have yeah, the same safeguards as the ship's computer. Therefore, I must report any inquiry regarding restricted information to the captain. Your reaction suggests you do not wish the captain to be informed of your inquiry. Yes.
8: I was not more interested. More of that,
0: in you know. It's more of his uh, program. It's true about emotional responses for a race that has no emotions. Well, she, I guess, is revealed to
2: have emotions, which is part of the funny thing about this characterization is that she's kind of... It's kind of like a Romulan doing an impression of a Vulcan, so it's kind of smart that she's almost overplaying her yeah. hand as someone emotionless, and then every once in a while she'll, like, glare at somebody. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, that's not what a Vulcan would do.
8: Information. I was curious as to your security safeguards. They appear to be adequate. Cancel the request. You may leave.
0: Request canceled. Bye-bye. So, what'd you think of the tap dancing I'm scene,
2: buddy? Four
8: in progress.
0: I gotta tell you, pal I <laughs> loved it <laughs>
2: What? I know. I did not see Hi, that Rita. coming. I don't think I've ever liked well, Doctor Crusher as much as I like her in this episode. I think the problem is that they made her be doctor. She should have been ship's dancer. She should have been ship's just personable person. Ship's choreographer. Ship's she is teacher. A, she's delightful in this episode. She underplays everything. She's comedic in the right way. She has a that this scene is a so. Funny and
0: charming. Do you think they asked for Vaseline to be placed on the lens, or probably to make it more? Well, no, I think they did it just seriously, just to cover up Brent Spiner's double. Oh yeah, that um, because that's you know that's tr- that's McFadden dancing. But I wonder if it's like a Holodeck thing. She could be like, well, make it look like there's Vaseline on the yeah, lens.
2: Yeah, make it like soft. Like make
0: it make it a soft lighting. But you know, also what they do in this scene so
2: well is they. Studio, I have my first. I think listening. they're really logical about how they. Have him learn from her by watching and then tapping. And then he can't do it when he can't see her feet. It's just a really smart way of handling Data's abilities.
8: Let's start Mm -hmm. with something simple. Stop. pop, Try it. Again. Good. Good. Am I dancing, Doctor? Not quite. Stop, Data. Now try this. Doctor.
7: Perhaps it would be beneficial to teach me the final lesson.
4: Big shot.
0: This is uh, captioned as complicated tap rhythm, (laughs) which I enjoyed.
8: That's great!
0: All right, still Brent Spiner, not Brent Spiner.
2: love it. It's a logical way to get into this, too. When would you ever see a scene like this? All the other times they have people doing these side stuff on TNG, I feel like it's completely shoehorned and weird and inorganic. This is totally organic to what Data's going through. And then it's a totally delightful sequence. This whole thing's gold. Right up until the end, when the, he has the the fake... Hologram lady dancing And then they, they spin
0: around And he's doing the fake smile It's a great, it's a perfectly timed Comedic reveal Brent Spiner and Gates McFadden worked up their own dialogue As well as their dance routine During after hours rehearsals Ooh. And the lines they created were later Accepted by the scriptwriters. The director though took credit for data's Pasted on smile at the end of the dancing scene Who And is this Cliff Bowles? This is Robert Weimer. Robert Weimer. Good job, Robert Weimer. Uh, Spiner, who Weiner said did 99% of his own tap routine, but was modest enough. I'm sorry. He did 99% of his tap routine, was as good as his double, but was modest enough to let the double perform to ensure the routine's quality. Huh. Look at that, Spiner. The writing staff toured with the idea of a shipboard marriage for some time. Pillar at one point even quietly inquired about marrying Cardoff to provide some new story dynamics. Pairing O'Brien with the female con officer slated to replace Wesley was also considered. <gasps> What's her face? Interesting.
2: What's her name? The uh Allen, right? Something Allen? Shelby Allen? No, it wasn't Shelby. <laughs> yes, but you you're know, being we've a been about her. I
0: sometimes I am.
2: Joan <laughs> Allen? Was it Joan <laughs> it Allen? It was Joan Allen. <laughs> Uh, oh wow, man! That girl, that lady, that woman must have really, uh, must have really stepped on some toes or done something, tickled some feathers, because she was like l- lined up to be a really major Mrs. Character. O'Brien. Yeah, uh, but they might have just decided they need a need a little more diversity. Finally,
0: a time. wedding was proposed for the Day in the Life episode. Uh, hang on, I'm getting a work text. Well, what a time! In the meantime,
2: um, I'm gonna. Say that uh, it was not Mott the Barber. Uh, it was a character named Vassal that was a different Bolian.
0: There you uh, go. That's very good. I like uh, the different. I like uh, being able cool. to recognize races and different people playing them. This is played by Shelly Desai who was
2: born in Bombay, India, and I think you heard a little bit of the accent. Did does Mott have an accent as well?
0: Hmm. I don't know if Mott has an
2: accent. All right. Well, this is not Mott the barber, but Mott was a bullion. <laughs>
0: uh, hang on.
2: I'm sorry. I'm talking to him and I hey. continued with the thing. I apologize. He's
0: talking to me as I'm texting back work. We both got a lot of work stuff going on today. We apologize. It's Sunday at 7
2: p.m. I to look up Mott we be working? and see where Mott was from. Or is that Is that jumping ahead? Yeah. Uh, Mott looks, is jumping ahead This this Bolian looks totally different You definitely That was your <laughs> <I'm laughs> Bolian Weirdly Bolians bullion, are
0: the only people I can an tell the difference between
8: Stop data
0: Oh I was reading about this So they decided to make uh, uh, Day in the Life Story And Keiko was conceived The part was played by Rosalind uh, Chow Uh a close friend of Elizabeth Shelby Dennehy.
2: Ooh. How did uh, she
0: get... How, how are they still in touch with Dennehy?
2: Who? I don't know. I've well, gotten in touch with, and I
0: really apologize. Uh, loads of Enterprise uh, prize trivia can be found in the story. Uh-huh. Uh, Stardate 44390, for example, is the 1,550th day since the Starship's commissioning. Interesting. Uh, I love it Okay so Back on board uh, Here with the dance lesson That you don't really Need to hear Because it's a lot of Tapping But we you say Andy and I agree before. It's a great episode
8: Official dance partner And don't be afraid To experiment
7: I will Thank you doctor Computer Create dance partner Female
2: Seems a little Close minded Honestly
0: I feel like The computer should have Said which species Oh yeah that's what the female should, that, that's what the computer should have said. It's true. I assume <laughs> Unless it's just going by the fact that this is based in St. Louis. This dance studio. Uh-huh. So, so they were just like, well, sort of period earth. In this time we wouldn't have any other uh-huh. races, but Or uh,
2: maybe the computer decided that it was a human wedding.
0: <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. Or maybe
2: the computer's just a dick <laughs> that doesn't acknowledge the importance of alien races. <laughs> by the
0: way, I love seeing Riker like this.
10: Then, just as the headsman swings the axe, and the blade is about Commander to fall, Commander
7: Riker's know, easygoing wait. manner what and the sense of humor this story is fascinating telling. to me. I believe it to be one reason he is so popular among the crew.
1: Never had
7: it may done. also be—it's a great question. I think it's, he's probably
0: just—I feel like he's it's like he's
2: telling a story about Sleepy Hollow. Yeah, I think he might be. <laughs>
0: um, responsible, which he's telling them all he wrote.
2: There are a lot of memes about him sitting on the panel, right? No, I don't. Know. No, I don't know. I saw something. Was we sitting on the panel, and he shot off a bunch of stuff.
0: Oh, that was me with Picard. Oh, I see. And uh, Riker. I saw something else. Maybe, no, maybe somebody me. made a thing off of what you said. Well, look, you know, look. I can't if, track, I to, if I got to run an Instagram account, you guys would be seeing memes that I make all the time. Well, we're getting closer Success and closer. FYI, we're there. Ma-
2: we're um, at something like 419 on our Patreon. Once it hits 500, we need 9,000 people to sign up. Um, side note. Uh, <laughs> that shot of the—is she an ensign sitting next to Riker, standing next to Riker?
0: Uh, she is the, the. She's the tactical officer right now. She must be the. The tactical officer sh- on the day duty, night duty, whatever. The shot with her staring dreamily at Riker as he tells his anecdote is totes weird. <laughs> well, also the fact that uh, Riker is sitting on her entire sensor panel. Right. So if something is on. decloaking off the starboard bow, they don't know. Maybe because that's the sitting on it. Maybe that's the reason she's staring at it. A correlation it. between humor and sex.
2: Somebody the pointed out research is clear. that you, uh, you passive-aggressively uh, cut me off 90% of the time <laughs> by, t- by starting the... Uh, Starting the um, the uh, the the episode again while I'm talking.
0: Oh, that's not to cut Andy off. That's because I think that Andy can talk while the episode is playing. Doesn't it?
2: Doesn't it sort of undermine whatever I'm saying, though, no, if I'm speaking and then there, then there's suddenly a competing sound? Mm, it's interesting. Anyway, just a Decated. thought. They also, by the way, that person also might have been saying they were delighted
0: by it. I don't remember. You know what? From now on, I'm going to use this tool. <laughs> well, I'm That's pretty sure you, you were
2: going to either way, so I was just commenting on it.
0: Uh, I, this might be the scene where uh, we see Worf uh, be the embodiment of uh, a, 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 a full-on, like, looks like he is has an erection here.
10: <laughs> Car, to the bridge. All stop.
7: eyes sir. Sir, we have reached the designated
9: coordinates.
2: Ambassador Vader,
7: hold this position. Long-range scan. Captain, I am detecting a ship in the neutral zone. Configuration?
0: This is it. This is, watch how excited Worf gets.
7: Warbird. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> <All right>. Finally!
5: <laughs> Hail the Warbird! He Mr. really War.
2: does do a, it. just practically saw. a double take from, from the back responding.
5: panel. <laughs> Text only. We are to proceed to the agreed coordinates. Set course. Zero, three, seven,
9: mark, zero, zero, five, warp four. Take us into the neutral zone, Ensign.
0: What if they wanted to have the conference on the uh, Romulan equivalent of Disney World? Mm. Come to our finest theme park. It's in the neutral zone. (laughs) It's just like social...
2: Influencer, you're just like this.
0: This this should be where
2: we do it, like advertisement.
10: I note your defensive systems have been activated. As have yours. It was not meant as an accusation. Indeed, I salute your show of strength.
0: I like this, Ambassador.
10: We are honored.
0: Again, we're at this angle, so we're at that angle on the view screen. It makes no sense to me.
8: The honor (laughs) is mine.
0: Like, I know the view screen your is supposed Rome to be three-dimensional, by. I guess.
8: I will beam aboard their ship with no further delay.
0: Ambassador,
9: I urge you once more to reconsider. The Enterprise can accommodate a Romulan delegation without sacrificing our security or... Captain
8: Picard, I find your argument illogical. Please carry out my instructions.
0: Did they buy it? Yes. At the end, I said that his argument was illogical. Nice job. So obvious. So simple. <laughs> put your put your Romulan uniform back on. <laughs> High five. The card to chief O'Brien. O'Brien uh, oh, here. getting married here, sir.
9: Better transport Ambassador Pell to the Romulan Embassy. Oh, all right. Aye, sir. Mr. Warp maintain a lock on her signal once she's aboard. The first
2: sign
5: of trouble I want to be able to bring up back. Understood. <laughs> Transporter activated.
2: I wonder if this was... Captain transport was part of their plan to uh... To make it Worf's responsibility that he blows
0: it. <laughs> well, no, it's O'Brien. Uh, does he's it, O'Brien do, Chief is yelling, "Transport emergency." That's true, but doesn't uh,
2: he's I guess monitoring that's also? Yeah, yeah, he's the, monitoring the last, the, the last directive to Worf though is it maintained a lock on her.
5: yeah <laughs> signal, boosting power to auto sequencers, engaging computer override. O'Brien, very what
0: TOS happened on music
5: I'm losing the pattern. Trying to reestablish.
0: Tuba guy going over there in the right ear. I've got my chance. Sorry,
4: sir. <laughs> I wasn't able to retrieve the signal. The ambassador's dead.
0: <laughs> I love how this is the fastest in Star Trek history that they have been willing to call someone in a transporter accident dead. Yeah. Not checking to see that the pattern has gone somewhere else. It's really Blah, true. blah, 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 blah.
2: Because it's a B-plot.
0: <laughs> yep. It's a B-plot that I think, honestly, could have been a great A hundred percent. That's why I love it. Um, but it also would raise more questions that would never satisfactorily get answered, and thusly making it a B plot. I think is brilliant. Thank Wait, you. it
1: would
2: get it make it raises questions that never would get answered. Yeah, I in a normal episode, it.
0: if it was an A, a yeah. plot, you don't think they would dig in more and have more. of the, What happened at Tapel? The real Tapel. bullshit Mr. Was there a real Tapel? Yeah. Right. How long has this person been an, uh, an agent? How did that happen?
2: I'll say this: I think that you're right that they shouldn't waste time on an irregular episode but
0: i think that they would which is why this is perfect as a b plot i i think this is an excellent b plot it's great i think we should have more like this i agree i think this this should be the show day-to-day bullshit with a b runner of crazy star Trekness. well that would be the perfect matt episode i don't know if I've that'd, be the, watch that'd that. be the matt show that would constantly be happening i wouldn't want to do that every episode fine every other but I would say it really I is can't find any shockingly, shockingly satisfying from start to finish. Support. That's the that's that's the, it's I'm always that's what I like about Star Trek is the interest my interest in Star Trek seems to always be what the day to day operations are like. Tapel, by the way, is the played by Sierra Pishure.
2: All... Um and um Does she a, have a Secunda claim to fame? She doesn't have a Secunda claim to fame other than this one that we're watching. And um However, keep an eye out for her. She. Oh no, that's in What Women Want. Wait a minute. Was there another What Women Want? There's about to be a What Women keep Want. Keep an eye out for her in What Women Want in 2018. 19. Except that there was one in 2000, and that was the one she was in. I thought it was. I was about to say, oh, she's still working, but I bet you. Yeah, I bet she's passed on. Unable to still work. No, nope, she's still alive, but she's. She doesn't seem like she's working. Oh, she seems like you're she's alive, and I apologize. Stop working in 2002. Same but same she way. was she was in the prior rendition of what women want in 2000 as woman at lunch counter. Keep moving. Normally,
9: any prior malfunctions <laughs> on this
0: transporter unit? You know what? I'm also going to let Andy fumble and not play a clip again. Uh, I guess it's going to be our new thing. <laughs> I have a lot of notes that we skip. to so kind of over. fill the time. Fill the time. Fill the time. You got notes. Let's hear it. I love. The Romulan shit. I will watch as much Romulan shit as they can throw at me. <laughs> yeah, the Romulans have yet to become uninteresting because they haven't really figured out what to do with them, and that's what makes them interesting, is that we don't know a ton about Romulans. That's a really interesting point, that it's
2: like you're at the most interesting moments with an alien race when they're kind of teasing out... What, like think like when you're past the, the early Ferengi part and then you're in the middle part where they're still scary. Yeah. But... But Idiots. they haven't figured it out yet, which yeah. I think we hit with, uh, with the, the Klingons in the last season. Oh, I see. Season, which is why that was the most interesting part with them.
0: Yeah, I find races that we know a lot about to be less interesting than, like, Romulans.
2: Yeah.
0: Any other notes, Amy?
2: Uh, I really this? love the Romulan commanders. I like that he's not, like, who's the other guy that we see all the time? Um... Tomaloc it. Tomaloc I like that he's different than Tomaloc And Tomaloc is more of a, a straight out aggressive person And this one's more of like He's got a whole intrigue kind of uh, You know a spy thing going on So he's much subtler And he's teasing out
0: Picard's responses He's doing a lot of uh How do you call it I feel like he's being more theatrical Than other Romulans I think that's fair
4: in fact, we replaced the transition coil only last week.
10: Could there have been some sort of interference from the Romulans?
4: Nothing that I could see. The shields were down. There was no power interruption. No. Sub-
0: Nothing that I could see. And this guy's blind. So what do you want from us?
4: <laughs> Base bias. Chief, <laughs> I can see everything perfectly. <laughs> Better than you. This is
9: checked again, and I want a level one diagnostic on all transporters. Yes, sir.
0: A- that is the yes, sir of a man who knows his weekend is gone. Just and like He's going mom. to go do it
8: structure dissipated instantly once the pattern was lost. There were some organic compounds left on the pad, but there wasn't enough material to do an autopsy.
9: <sighs> to die? <sighs> a transporter. Hardly a fitting end for one of the Federation's most honored diplomats.
0: follow question. How much of her diplomating was done as the spy? Well... Oh, that's such a good point. And was that spy good at diplomating? How how long is this? this, this How much did she help the Federation
2: while she was? And then here's the here's the follow up to that. She's an honored diplomat. She's deep, deep inside. And Mm. they're just going to pull her. Like, do you know how impossible it is? I don't know why I'm saying do you
0: know like we both know but
2: it must be impossible to get someone that deep inside the Federation's confidence and then they're just going to pull her out
0: I think it was kind of like oh shit we didn't really think they'd go for this whole peace treaty thing this was not part of the plan we are not ready to have a peace treaty why is the Federation going for this? Because they think the Federation is just as evil as they are. You know what I mean?
2: Is this all about them trying to provoke a war? Because if they really want to provoke a war, I feel like there would be a lot other oh, ways. Oh, they can do it easily. I don't they think do they want well. to provoke a war. So That's their problem. What is this all about?
0: Well, I'm pitching that. My, I'm pitching the solution Okay. Of what this is all about. What is it? They put her in there. Okay. And they're like, okay, I want you to go spy on the Federation. Uh-huh. For as long as you can. Okay. Um, and you know it will make sure that you stay there for a very long time. Yes. Pretend... All right. ...that you want to broker peace with the Romulans, because this Federation scum will never come to peace with us.
2: I see. I pretend that that I'm trying to broker a peace, and of course it will fail, so I should do
0: the utmost job that I can do. Yeah, you're going to do as good a job as you can, because they're never going to go for that, because they just want to destroy the Romulan Empire. Now, may I ask, what... What happens if I actually do a wonderful job? I feel like you're... Look, I mean, it's never going to happen. But if that were to happen, uh, you can doubly make sure it doesn't happen by uh, making sure the meeting takes place in the neutral zone. All right, they'd be too scared to come to the neutral zone. All right, but leading up to that yeah. mission, yeah, yeah. I should do a, an amazing job. Well, you want really, you want to really earn be their an confidence, ambassador. Right? Pre, you really and... want to earn their confidence. Okay, yes, I, I do. want you to broker as many deals right. as you can for them. Make All the right. Federation as powerful as Potwa. Okay, <laughs>
5: From Picard, Admiral Mendek is hailing. He wishes to speak with you.
7: What's up? <laughs> you lose something?
10: Uh, I think he knows. We're still waiting, <laughs> Captain. Is there a problem?
9: There's been an accident. Ambassador Tappel has been killed in a trunk.
0: We get casual, Riker. One more time.
2: Oh yeah, this he really is, real. he is super chill during what this tense moment.
10: <laughs> what kind of malfunction?
9: We are still investigating that.
10: As soon as I should have known the Federation wasn't serious about this conference.
9: Admiral, I assure you, the Federation places the highest priority on this mission and its goal.
10: Well played, Captain.
0: So if they still keep going, you should pretend like you don't hear them and just leave. Okay.
10: Starfleet opposes normalization of relations with the Romulan Empire, and so you are ordered to create an accident.
9: You are mistaken. I am ready and willing to discuss the establishment of full diplomatic relations under the same terms.
0: Worf is real angry back here. He's like, can I just hit the button? Can I just hit the button?
9: as ambassador to
0: Pell. Mendak is Alan Scarf,
2: by the way, who uh, performed frequently at the Stratford Festival, so he did have a lot of... a lot of um, experience in the theater.
0: Mm. Upon Avon. Mm -hmm. I love testing a transporter. A lot of fun there.
8: Uh, I'm sorry. I don't have time to give you another lesson right now, Data.
7: That is not my purpose. Feels like... I would like to examine the Doctor Crusher's hairstyle changes trans-
0: drastically at various points in this episode. Well, at one point she's dancing. Oh, and the day before that, it's a day before. Oh no, wait, it's the same day. It's day to day. It's a lot is happening today? It's true. It's
2: a
1: jam right now.
7: Have you compared the genetic code with the ambassador's last recorded transporter ID traces?
8: No, that's not standard procedure. Why?
7: I could be chasing an untamed ornithoid without cause. Data, you know the phrase. Why
0: not just say it? Why are you doing this? I'm trying to be colorful.
8: A wild goose chase?
0: Uh huh. Oh, you got it.
8: Computer, access the transporter ID trace for Ambassador Tapel. All right. There's the genetic record of the Ambassador when she beamed aboard the Enterprise. Now, the breakdown of the organic material found on the transporter pad should be identical.
0: Oh, boy. Something tells mitochondrial me.
8: Mitochondrial structure fits the general parameters. It's not gonna no work. change in the nucleotide bases. Hmm. There's a slight oh discrepancy
2: in the base pair sequence. Those L-cars don't look the same.
8: Chemically, these are identical. However... The organic sample from the transporter is showing numerous single-bit errors, like replicated material.
7: Can you postulate an explanation for the discrepancy?
8: I'd say the DNA was either mutated by the transporter during the rematerialization process...
7: A supposition not supported by the transporter records.
8: ...or these aren't the remains of the ambassador.
2: Oh, Oh, snap.
8: Oh, I'm gonna go to the cabin.
2: Uh, By the way, that's another scene
0: where, uh...
2: She has one job, and they have somebody else do it for her. She is She's there to investigate the remains of the transporter death. And then uh, they have Data have to come in and go, have you checked this other way? But why would I do that? That's not a typical way of doing it. Oh, that's where the information
0: was. Like why did you every, ever decide it? I feel it? like every scene that another senior officer steps into, yeah. that senior officer is doing what Data does. Whenever it's like Picard, have you thought about blah 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 blah? Uh-huh. Then that's what it is. It's Riker, any of them. And they're always bringing. They're always coming with a solution. You're they're saying com- they're always entering scenes with solutions for the character who should be doing the solution, independent of it being Crusher. Yeah. You're feeling all right. I'm willing to accept the it only remaining. I feel like
2: it. It happens, in a disproportionate amount with because well, you're looking two Beverly. for. It. Well, I think it. It becomes obtrusive because I feel like she's presented as being wrong or not seeing
0: the thing that somebody else sees so much of the time. I think it's like everyone's like, I'm not so good at doctoring. I'm going to go use the doctor computer. Uh Oh, hi, Beverly. (laughs) 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 That's what it is. From the divorce. (laughs) Romulan transporters
8: operate on a similar subspace frequency to our own. With only minor adjustments, they can be made to simulate our own transporter carrier wave.
9: Are you saying they beamed the ambassador off our own pad? While
7: simultaneously, a small amount of genetically similar material was left in the ambassador's place. To make us believe that she had died as a result of the malfunction? Yes, sir. Pretty cool.
5: Mr. Wolf, where is the divorce now? Here's a side note. The ship is still in the
2: neutral zone. Why not zone? just have Beverly report that information to all of them and cut the previous scene?
0: Like the Beverly comes in, and well, because Data's in charge of the investigation, because he has to narrate the Sherlock oh, Holmes right, stuff right, of it right, all, because right, he's right. writing a letter to Maddox. Right, right. Okay. In his head the whole time. Yes, and then so the it speaker. really has to be about Data.
2: In his neck. It's his day. It is Data. Not day. Beverly's. Day. Not Beverly's day. Not yet. I wish, day? I wish that we got. I wish actually a is a great idea uh, the the doing that for seasons, every person. I would love to see hundred
5: percent. On course zero seven nine mark
7: one two five. Speed warp two
2: heading for home very slowly
7: the safest and most logical decision in this situation is to contact starfleet and await further instructions however based on past experience i project only a 17 percent chance captain picard will choose that alternative
2: the speaker in your neck is
0: right data
7: i'm not doing all hands stand to battle stations
0: Oh, man, I can never f- do this when it's <laughs> battle time. <laughs> the ops person has to get <laughs> up and leave. Why don't we just keep the torpedo bays, like, loaded all the time? Why is that? Well, you got so to like, put probes in there and stuff. Oh, uh, I see. There's lots of
2: things got launched. It seems like you want to keep the weapons in there ready to go and then take them out if you want to
0: launch a plural I feel probe. like it doesn't take that long. You can fend them off with some phasers until somebody gets it ready. Nice. That was loud. so loud and Super dramatic. Loud. All right. Oh, by the way, I feel like there was a very
2: John Williamsy score in this one. Because of the use of flute? I think the flute is the non-John williams part. Actually, I feel like some of the Watch lyric Jaws. some of the lyrical like no happening. no I feel like the lyrical stuff is also John Williamsy, to be honest with you.
5: And that you are holding Ambassador to Captain Romulan Warbird decloaking to starboard.
0: Can I hit the button?
10: I suggest you leave. Now.
9: Admiral, it is my responsibility to protect the lives of Federation citizens. I will not permit this abduction to succeed.
10: Captain, you're not going to start an incident. Admiral, which...
9: I
7: will take whatever action is necessary to obtain the return of the ambassador. In the game of poker, there is a moment when a player must decide hey, why if an opponent you is being deceptive or actually holds a winning hand. This decision is based not only on the odds, but also on an appraisal of the man. Is he bluffing? Or does he
10: have the cards? Fortunately, Captain, I am not ready to start a war today. So why did
0: he... Why did he do this? Well, he assumed it would work. They'd get their sleeper agent back. and, and But why and does he want the sleeper be... agent back? I don't know. I'm not a Romulan. This is why the episode is not concerning us with this you right know. now. I just want... You know. this, this, plot is, this plot is too complicated to work on Star Trek. Honestly. Mm-hmm. This, let me rephrase that. You know what was here? This hear- plot is too complicated to work in one episode. How about this? Well, as a possible suggestion for backstory, the uh,
2: the Tapel Tapel character existed, and then they switched out that's a what fake. I, that's, oh, that was what you said. Yeah, of course.
0: Oh, I didn't. And I'm just thought. wondering how long she had been the fake. Oh, oh, I see. When did they switch it out? I Where see. is the real Tapell?
2: I thought you were saying that, that she was always a
0: sleeper agent and just wasn't supposed to be good at her job and then she was did such a great job. Oh, no, I'm saying that like how long had she been Tapell, right? Mm-hmm. So how much of those honors were hers? Right. And you know, like you were saying, what was their plan? I think it's funnier if
2: they actually put her in thinking she was never going to do it from the job. start, and like they put her just in fresh out of just uh, kicked
0: ass. Fresh this. out of Vulcan Diplomacy School. Yeah. Oh. I like your hair like this. <laughs> so, <laughs> then Wolf
10: Picard gives him
0: 20 more dollars. All right, you could get her.
10: Mr. actually. A spy. A patriot, Captain. She has performed her service to the Empire with distinction. Thank you for your help, Captain. You see now that we are not holding one of your citizens. And we thank you for returning our sister to us.
2: Isn't this an admission of... My they're, always, they're always sort of jostling for the upper hand kind of um, diplomatically.
0: Mm-hmm. This seems like this is a straight out fuck you. It is, but it's also like, of course there are spies in the Romulan uh-huh. Empire that are there from the Federation too.
2: Then side note, I feel like Selok should have been... A, an a, I, don't, I, I get the vibe that she's not, so I'm not even going to ask, but... It should have been a what? Like an ongoing nemesis for them. She like completely fooled them. <laughs> so and it would have been a female, different, just different people, kind of a female uh, commander. It's all these Romulan male commanders. They're, they're, you'll see, you see female more? commanders okay, coming
0: up. Yeah, all right. yeah. I mean, to this point, I, you know, it's unclear whether or not the Romulans are like the Klingon ships, where you, you know, you see like one woman here and there. Yeah.
10: I like Medaka too. I expect you to leave peacefully now. Captain, long-range
5: sensors detect three Romulan warbirds entering the sector. Some days you
10: get the bear, and some days the bear gets you.
7: What are you talking about? Progress course.
10: Take us back into Federation territory.
7: Warp 6.
0: I like how... Why Warp 6? I like the annoyance of Picard there. That he can't fight him that they have outwitted him, foxed him. Engage. It's true. You don't often see that. Yeah. That's kind of cool. I also would like it if Picard was like, oh yeah, I have one more trick up my sleeve. Okay. And then a Borg ship came out of nowhere. <laughs>
2: <laughs> see you guys. <laughs> what a great shot. Ugh. Going on inside the the Warbird to see the Enterprise.
7: Scootin' out of there I need your help Oh, great I have offended you And need to find a way To rectify my mistake I am not sure what to do
8: You haven't offended me
7: I should not have interfered It would be best If I apologize
8: It would be best If you got dressed For the wedding <gasps> Oh
2: But Keiko Seems like she's got Some emotional stuff have the To work most
8: through beautiful <laughs> Carnation for the father Of the <laughs>
7: True. To put it lightly,
8: no. Don't be nervous.
7: I am not nervous. I am confused.
2: <laughs> because you know what's weird is, okay, fine. She changed her mind. The fact that she doesn't even acknowledge that she changed her mind—that's someone with some emotional issues. <laughs>
0: I would have preferred that uh, this doesn't. This should be in the arboretum. Oh, so true. You know what I mean? Like, Is this 10
7: forward? Yeah.
0: Yeah, to- totes. I like that he has a carnation on. I don't know if that's Starfleet regulation. FYI, the reason
2: that it probably wasn't in the Arboretum... Um, here's a little Inside Baseball for you.
8: Inside Baseball.
2: Um, ...is uh, that sometimes you'll write a bunch of scenes with like the same characters so they'll be in similar places and then it'll be like oh we gotta we can't have this scene in the arboretum and then have this next scene in the arboretum so we'll have all the scenes with Keiko happen in the arboretum and then whatever because I totally agree with Matt this next scene should have been the wedding should have been in the arboretum but for variation they put it in 10 forward
0: (laughs) and we're all the better for it
2: just kidding and the person who plays the that Japanese instrument. That uh, is, it was, it was that his, his day too. Yeah.
0: It's the trombone player. <laughs> is
5: that what that is? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> These flute guys like try and keep up, buddy.
9: <laughs> Since the days of the first wooden sailing ships, all captains have enjoyed. The happy privilege of joining together two people in the bonds of matrimony and so it is my honor to unite you keiko ishikawa and you miles edward
7: o'brien together in matrimony there are still many human emotions i do not fully comprehend anger hatred revenge but i am not mystified by the desire to be loved or the need for friendship.
0: By the way, ceremony ran 43 seconds. So things I do understand That's how long the ceremony should run. is your point? I just think it's like why is why is Riker not in his fucking dress uniform? I know no, he's, he's running he's running back to the bridge, but. No. Everyone should be in their dress uniform. I'm offended by this. It's totally cute. Riker is not in his dress uniform. Oh, Brian, I, it's crazy to me. Yeah, I guess he didn't run back to the bridge. He's just chilling. They must have a dress uniform for him, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. I found did this Did you just to be... program that baby not to cry? <laughs> I found this to be a tad out of character. Or did you find it to be a man who was outfoxed and is going to apologize to the baby? <laughs> I, could, I let you down.
9: Deserves
7: a matt Fixed it. Sting. <laughs> the Warrens' child,
0: but not out of that. I don't think out of character, really. Yeah. In the well, a yes, he hates children, but we don't know how he feels about infants. First, <laughs> he of all. likes babies, but he hates he children. Hey, hate, you know, all yeah. right, fair. And uh, you know what I do like is that we had throughout this episode, this this pregnancy was seated in in every act Uh at the first thing uh data reports to Riker when Riker takes over the bridge that she has gone that the lieutenant has gone into labor Mm -hmm. uh data goes back in there to ask for dancing lessons the she's being examined still in labor sure uh and then uh, you see the baby, uh, the final result of this, the baby's born. It's not every act, but it's, you know, they hit
2: it enough. I like the baby being the tie-up, and I understand why you want it to kind of connect back to Picard. It just seemed a little bit out of character that he would be checking in on the new baby. I can see it as, like, in his he head, just, it's like being a captain. Is, this is what a captain does, but...
0: I also think he, like, got the report that the Juarez baby was born, mm-hmm. you know, when he handed the bridge over to Leg Cross and Riker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like, eh, that's on the way. I'll go check on the baby. Wait. Sure. At the same time we were
9: facing destruction, this small miracle was taking place.
0: A baby not fathered by Will. Welcome aboard. <laughs> you are truly an anomaly. Oh, we're so bummed. Ah, uh. oh,
5: man, I was
0: captaining. Oh, uh, yeah, how often do we see that?
5: Also well, some he
0: take he's... Doesn't he take... Doesn't Data always take over for Worf on he's that He's fourth shift? in command? Like that shift of whatever. Wait, where's
2: Troy in that ranking? Unclear. Isn't she after Riker? Or is she after Data?
0: Data's third. Da- Data's the... Third. Third in command. Where's Worf? I feel like it's then Worf's job uh-huh. at that point. Well, certainly by this... Because topic. it was always sure. O'Brien's. It was, I mean, it was always... Scotty's thing. He was, Scotty was third. Uh-huh. And then after Scotty, usually it would be like the helmsman. Do we ever see Scotty in the captain's chair? On TOS? Yeah. yeah. All the time. Oh, okay. Because well, they're never on the ship. Right. Spock and Kirk are always oh,
5: right. on the planet. <laughs>
1: right, right,
0: right, right, we
5: are on course for Adelphus Four. Engineering is realigning the main deflector dish. Sigbe reports Lieutenant Umbato broke two ribs during a holodeck exercise.
0: Cut two, data ending a shift. How are you? I heard your ribs were broken. <laughs> the,
2: sensors continue the captain, the captain is also to... checking in on him. Yeah. Isn't on it interesting that while we were looking at the Juarez I, child, I he was breaking his ribs in the
0: holodeck. <laughs> you don't have to connect everything. The, t- the, the, the 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 moment I was gluing together this pot. <laughs>
7: <laughs> <sighs> being human is not simply a matter of being born flesh and blood. If it is instead a way of thinking, acting, and feeling, then I am hopeful that one day I will discover my own humanity. Begin night watch. Until then, Commander Maddox, I will continue the, uh, learning. The ensign behind him has changing, a very
2: wide
0: stance. Growing, and... I, I feel like it's as wide as uh, Worf and uh, Riker do back there.
2: I wonder if some of the people have to have a wider stance because
0: they're taller
2: and they got to have their hands hit the panel.
0: Andy I think you're onto something right there I know I hadn't thought about that we both I mean but we know that like Dorn's huge he's a a tall man yeah I
2: would yeah I think it would be difficult to become more
0: could that guy be taller than Dorn what I am does he be (laughs) tall well there you go Andy is day Executive producer, Gene Roddenberry Good job, Gene Roddenberry You did
2: it Thank You created a franchise Thank you, Andy. <laughs> oh, good to have you with us again well, See you later um, Should we just jump
0: To the ratings? No What do we do? MVC, sure yeah. Let's go for it MVC, you sure you want the MVC? Is that not what we do? Are you just saying, are you sure because you're looking for it?
2: No, we're we're about to do it.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, what's that going to be like, Andy? What's going to happen?
1: It's the
4: NBC, yeah, the NBC. He only Matt and Andy know who it's gonna be. Will it be Data, Riker, Troy, or Dr. Crusher? If you don't like who they pick, just remember that this podcast is free. Uh,
2: by the way, that is, uh, comes to us from Anders Peterson. And uh, someone wrote in and complained. That uh, the new MVC theme, the harmonies are uh, out of tune, whereas the old one, the harmonies were in tune. So I
0: don't ever remember them being in tune.
2: Well, let's uh, let's give it a listen. <laughs>
4: It's the MVC, yeah, the MVC. Oh, that sounds
0: more out of tune to
4: me. who it's gonna be? Will it be
0: Data, I think the distinction.
4: Riker, Troy, or Dr. You've got to fill the time with something, at least until season three.
2: I think it definitely sounds more in tune. I don't know if it's just more in tune, because uh the dominant of singing voice is so much louder than the than the uh, harmonies in that
0: version. I oh, by the way, much everyone, quieter. Uh, one of Andy's dreams uh, is to go to space and uh, learn how to harmonize.
2: Those two things.
0: Um anyway, oh, and to have a sandwich named after him at his favorite deli. I'll take anything, sandwich a pizza
2: named after me. What would the, what would
0: the second have on it?
2: Hmm, of a pizza or mm-hmm. of a sandwich?
0: Pizza. pizza. Um definitely pepperoni, I think meatballs. <laughs> You've uh, never been more excited about something in your life. Definitely, definitely pepperoni. Uh, uh, oh, okay, I got, uh, maybe meatball. I don't know. Ah. <laughs> uh, it's really, I really would. Uh,
2: it's hard because I like the basics. You know, a, a margarita is really the the, the pizza at all. <laughs> Whoa, not a fan of just the basic margarita pizza. I hate it. What are you talking about? Honestly,
0: that's insanity. I don't like the fact that it's. The, the that there is so much space without cheese on a margarita.
2: Wait, a margarita isn't always just the fresh mozzarella the, with basil.
0: I thought margarita was defined by just no. s- sauce well, and cheese. In my mind, it is not.
2: Well, now I'm got to look this up. I'm not saying I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying
0: that in my mind, I, I never thought no,
2: that. No, if you're if that's how you're defining it, that I agree with. That that I'm not I'm not exactly. I like the basic, classic pizza.
0: Um, I think you like a cheese pizza, just like me and you. Yeah. Um, let's see. Is there a, is there a wiki? Is on there this? is. Does anyone know what the definition of a just a regular margarita what, what What is a this margarita is pizza?
2: Fascinating.
0: It's a uh, margarita. Andy, I've never been more
2: into you looking something up in my life. It's a typical Neapolitan pizza made with San Marzano tomatoes and basil, mozzarella, fior di latte. Fresh basil, salt, whatever.
0: Yeah, that's it, right there. That guy, and that is what he's describing. That's a Neapolitan pizza. That's a margarita. Then what do you call the regular one? Fucking cheese pizza, bro. Just cheese pizza. Yeah, that's what you want. Well, that is. I'm on board with you now. Well, I'm getting off this margarita
2: train. All right, come on board, cheese pizza town. I'm with you. If that is the case, then
0: yeah, I think he's right. All the wait, this one's not. This one looks like yeah, the other one. does have a giant basil plant in right, the middle of it. I don't it. know. Somebody somebody. But I think in. the vast majority of them, I always New think New York-style pizza. New York-style pizza. Yeah, New York-style cheese pizza.
2: ha <laughs> I got you to say New York-style.
0: <laughs> oh, I think New York uh, invented the good pizza. <laughs> oh.
2: That's, a, that's an unexpected turn
0: <laughs> for Matt to admit that. Oh, my God. Per capita. You can't, like, you can't, you can barely... You can't throw a rock in New York City without hitting a decent slice of pizza.
2: Wow, this is a crazy, crazy moment. Whatever no, the case. Andy, I, I told totally, you a thousand agree.
0: times. My favorite pizza is yeah. Pizzeria Regina in Boston. Yes, but I think New York has by far the best pizza. So uh, definitely
2: pepperoni. So given that, it's more about the preparation of the perfect slice. Um, so if so you're, it wouldn't be too much. Uh, here's on the it, deal, but, everybody. But I would say this: pepperoni with a little bit of crisp on the pepperoni. That's very important. I like one I like of pepperoni dimples. Um, and uh, what else? What else would you put on it? Maybe, maybe a little bit of a fresh mozzarella on top of a, New, of a New York slice, you know, just like a little bit, you know peppering here and there, like the extra cheese is a little bit of a fresh mozzarella. How about that?
0: Uh, so fresh mozzarella meat put on after it's come out of the oven.
2: It's a regular cheese pizza with pepperoni. Like a big it, hunk of mozzarella Not a it. big, just like a little bit here and there. Just like a little extra cheese. All right.
0: I don't know. I'm throwing it out there. I have to think about it. Look, I like a... What would you want? What would be a Matt? It would be a Bianca.
2: What is that? A That's white, white? A white oh, pizza. really? Yeah.
0: I really I like... I, marinara. The best pizza, I think, is just a slice of pepperoni, New York-style pepperoni. Uh, Done. Yeah. But I always get a slice of white. Huh. Okay, uh, most valuable crew member. Most valuable pizza talking. Most valuable pizza. Well, I think that the probably the crew member that had the most to do with solving the mystery here is uh, is probably Chief O'Brien. What? I'm kidding. Uh, look, it's data's day. I got to give it to data. You know, the only thing I'll say. Have
2: your day, data. Crusher was both instrumental in not as instrumental as I wanted her to be. In in the solution to the puzzle and in the dancing, <laughs> she taught Data how to dance for the wedding. True, although Troy did kind of talk Data through figuring out the Keiko
0: thing. Mm, it seems like honestly, it seems like the way we saw Keiko yeah. in the sixth act here, yeah, she would figure it out on her own.
2: I'll throw out this too. I guess he's not on board. Maddox is uh, I've all tur- turned around on Maddox He must be a more decent human being Sure He's giving Data the uh, He's helping him on his journey to be human I think that Data might actually be the decent one here You think that Maddox is still yeah, a dick de- Yeah, putting all data aside just... And
0: going like, well, I'll help the guy with his research
2: It's possible If it was the other guy Then I think I would, I would be with you um, Is it Spot?
0: Um, yeah, I think it's got to be Data It's Data Data's day Congratulations, Data You pick up another award for your little case um.
2: And with that, oh.
3: We sit and watch, and then we hang and talk, but the podcast is over just yet. How many does this episode
0: get? Who'd like to go first? We've written them both down, so we really can't change each other's mind.
2: I think I'm gonna stick. Originally, I wrote 8.5. Yeah. I think this is just a magnificent episode. I, I just thought. The, usually, I am not necessarily on board with Matt, where I want to see all the little ins and outs and the whatever. It was every part of it was interesting. All the details from the night shift to the to to the arboretum to the to just every all the details like were organic and made sense and were satisfying to watch. Loved the dance sequence. Didn't think I would love a scene like that. Loved it. Think Gates McFadden is amazing in that scene. Think. I think Brent Spiner is amazing in that scene. Love the specifics of how they handle Data's, um, the way his brain thinks and would pick up dancing. Uh, great side characters, of course. Miles O'Brien, very well handled. <laughs> I love that he has kind of a dysfunctional relationship with Keiko. <laughs> um, and then the Romulan B plot, really interesting. We obviously, Matt and I, had some issues with the, uh, the handling. But it's the- interesting enough. To go, thank God we didn't spend enough time with this. Right. And uh, just really satisfying from top to bottom,
0: I'm sticking with my 8.5. I'm a half point higher, everybody. who's going. I'm a nine. There and you go. According to both of us, we wrote the same things down.
2: So you're sticking with your nine? Yeah, I'm sticking with go. my
0: nine. All right. What more? Another thing I like about this episode is it rewards the viewer. Yeah. Of Star Trek uh-huh. Someone who's been watching Who who, stu- who has stuck with TNG Through the Fourth season like this Yeah Has always wondered These weird little things That they show on, on this episode Yes Of like Who takes over When do they take over What's it like at night What do they do Do they ever just Shoot the shit Yeah Who gets a haircut When do they get a haircut Right Mott is
2: On DS9 No He's on He's on TNG Mott is
0: the barber on the Enterprise. Oh, he doesn't cross over to DS9. Not that I know of. He okay. might. I don't know. You think you're I don't know. Oh. I don't know. Mott is, is bandied about a lot. Um, it's it's a fun name to say.
2: Mott. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's the only reason.
2: I was surprised that it only had one T. <laughs> <laughs> so true. I love the Romulan shit. Give me as much Romulan as you
0: can. I say I'll see what I can do I don't know Take it up I don't know if I can do it Uh, All right, Andy Thank you uh, everyone For uh, enjoying the show We are now Going to go back Into the uh, President's circle To say thank you To this month's members Uh, If you uh, Care to join You can do so Patreon.com Forward slash Uh (laughs) Star Trek TNC TNC. That's where it is Uh, You want two extra episodes of this show a month Well, quite frankly, we're there to deliver them Last month we did the second episode of The Orville And we also did the next entry into the Marveling series That uh, the presidents keep voting for uh, Iron Man 2 in, right. which, in which Andy has a lot of problems with Black Widow being undercover as much as she is. I just, I just want to see Black Widow. Whereas, be Black like Tapell, he doesn't mind that Tapell's good at her job. Here's the here's the comparison. <laughs> Tapell is constantly trying to get stuff done. She's
2: trying to wheedle information out of Only data in this episode. She's doing stuff. Who knows what she was doing on all those missions where she clearly spread peace throughout the galaxy? <laughs> you know <what> I'm saying, <laughs> I think
0: Black Widow's is as good as Tapella at being undercover. <laughs> I think uh, she was bad at being undercover. I just want to see her do more spy stuff. All right, if you want to hear hours of this, <laughs> join our Patreon. <laughs> uh, okay, we're gonna pop back in there. Thanks, everybody. If you uh, are a member of the President Circle, it's time for your shout out. We shout out different names every week, and uh, if you're in the President Circle, you get a shout out uh, once a month for the month that you're in the circle with us. That's my jingle. Oops. Can we come in? Here.
1: The United, <laughs> United, United Federation of Planets, Planets President Circle. <laughs> <laughs> is it you? <laughs> well, that's
0: still the DJ still in here. Sure, it's the running theme of the day. It's a real sad theme Night. for President <laughs> Circle. That's <laughs> uh, very funny. Uh, I gave you your sheet, Andy. Shall we? Very good. Sorry. All right, Adam Rogers. What's up, pal? Adam Zed. Alan Zed is not accurate. You're a
2: hundred. <laughs> Alan L. Alan a- Alex F. Dude, 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 Never accurate. Every
0: every single time. Uh, Alex Whitehouse. Alexis Boursier Amanda Bootwell Amber Rehack Slow down, Michael Stipe. He's not in here. Uh, Amy Giles Anders Peterson. Thank you for the themes.
2: Thank you, Anders. Off tune or on tune? Andrew Andrew
0: Burrow Andrew Gibson Andrew Ingram Andrew Moberg Andrew The Street Saint Andrew Witzel Andrew Angel Riviera. <laughs> you're just—I oh, love oh, it. I just just Andrew
2: him. Angel Rivera the uh, Third, Anthony Rideout, Ben McClarty, Ben Roach, Beth Harrington, Brendan Davis, Brandon Callagher. Brent Allard. Thank you guys so much. You're the best. Oh, is there? There's, there's a second, second page, page, pal. I, I didn't know. It's didn't December.
0: Know. Oh boy. It's the present that keeps on giving. Thank you for celebrating your happy Honda days with us. <laughs> Do we get Honda as a sponsor? <laughs> Brett Jarrett. Brett Euler. Brett Parsons. Brian Gullett. Brian Hellman. Brian Hughes. Bryce Bridges. Brian MC. <gasps> Is he our DJ right now? Maybe. Maybe. CeCe Sadler. Cameron Harris, Captain Andrew Hook. Oh my God, he got around it. Carolyn Land, uh, Chris Casamoro. Chris Dybel. Casamiro. I'm going to actually say Chris Love, Chris Nedgwitz Nice phonetic spelling, Chris. Thanks for you Good doing job. that. Christine Palmer, Christopher Colbert, Christopher Molkowski, Christopher P. Gill, Chuck Day, Claire Powell,
2: Powells, Colin Chaddock. Uh, Cosmo Moore, Livingston Picard.
0: Dean Nettleton, Dak Pete. Uh, Dak Pete. Uh, and Dan Kostelik. Phonetic spelling again. Our subspace message today.
2: Guys, uh, so, uh, thanks thank thanks so, so much. everybody, look
0: for the uh, posting. We are not going to know... Uh, Look, the way voting is going, I would expect another Orville and another Marvel movie. Never know.
2: Some people are saying they would like something a little bit other than the Orville, so we should maybe
0: come up no with a shit. different option. Me too, everybody. Whoa. <laughs> I love the Orville. All right, everybody. Thanks uh, for participating and listening. And uh, look, I was trying to give you an hour and a half, and we gave you two hours. Plus, you're welcome. I should a miss out.
2: Sure.
0: Out, oh no, out. I forgot this music video had no news footage trying. on it. Anyway, Andy, Matt, prepare your catchphrase.
1: <coughs> <laughs> me, <laughs> me, me, me.